Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's a me, a man, a Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Clamp down. Pirates going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. And welcome in to a Wednesday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock here with you inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you today on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And watch the show on Facebook Live and YouTube and be a part of today's program. It is a beautiful Wednesday, a hot one here in eastern North Carolina, and a lovely day to talk some sports with you. It is game night in Charlotte, North Carolina, as East Carolina will take on the 49ers coming up tonight in midweek action. Pirates uh, trying to continue some good midweek play as they take on Charlotte tonight on the road we've got some baseball regional projections doesn't mean anything but fun to look at fun to discuss fun to debate fun to say okay can we can we go better than this could we fall from uh from where we are right now we've got the baseball america and d1 baseball regional projections uh that came out this week uh today i believe so we'll uh, we'll go over those as well uh we got some guests to get to including ken watlington from wnct channel nine we'll talk to ken uh, about pirate athletics and everything going on in the world of sports he'll join us coming up in about 20 minutes or so hour number two p mace the menace patrick mason will join us to talk all things ecu athletics and coming up hour three excited to welcome in our guy dave k dave kasegani kasegani we're gonna find out the official pronunciation of his last name and uh, talk about his career playing basketball here at ecu uh what his future looks like uh, we'll talk a little NBA playoffs, uh, and he'll answer your questions as well. I put it out on Twitter earlier today. Already got a few questions for Dave K. If you've got any, you can get those in on Twitter, YouTube, or Facebook, and we will pass those along. He is a very cool uh, young man, and uh, looking forward to talking to him coming up hour three of today's program. All right, we've got Shirley Rhodes here on a Wednesday, Chandler Honeycutt as well. And I am Clip Rock. And I did a little extra work earlier today because Chandler refuses to give me any kind of graphics, name recognition, anything like that. So I had to do it myself. And now it's just up to Chandler if he wants to slide it on the video or not. So the ball is in his proverbial court. Hello, Chandler. Hey, buddy. I I found it. I had to find it first, but there it is. It was literally sitting up there when you walked in today. And I literally thought about not putting it up there at all, but now I have. So there it is. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you for recognizing some of my achievements. (laughs) Two-time Pirate Radio Bracket (laughs) Champion, three-time Jury Duty Server. 
and by the way my jury duty is complete i have been released you're a free man it's uh, over it's over ladies and gentlemen it's over free at last free at last if the glove doesn't fit you must acquit mm-hmm mm-hmm um, our buddy Brandon Manning, not so lucky. He will be his back. His glove fits. <laughs> his baseball glove fits. His batting glove fits. And he will be back there on Thursday. So it may not be joining us on the show. Uh, we will, on Thursday, be talking to Malcolm Gray from ECU Athletics. So we'll talk spring football, pirate baseball, MLB. Also, the Cran man, Marcus Crandall, going to join us. And Mike Maniscalco, play-by-play voice of the Carolina Hurricanes. All that and name that sound coming up on Thursday. The return of Chandler Honeycutt to name that sound as he looks for his first ever win um tonight canes hockey so we'll recap game two with uh, mike maniscalco coming up on tomorrow's show but that is going on on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by debug debug canes islanders game two from pnc arena in raleigh it'll be seven o'clock and you can watch it on ESPN2. You can watch it at AJ McMurphy's. We got sports trivia going on tonight. Got a fun game planned. Got Canes playoff hockey. They'll have the ECU Charlotte game on in the bar. So AJ's a great place to be. Hang out on the patio. Enjoy this great weather and hang out with us coming up tonight. Trivia will begin at 8 o'clock. We will be keeping an eye on Pirate Baseball. 28-8 and eight overall, 7-2 and two in conference play. 24 and 2 at home losing record on the road 4 and 5 0 and 1 neutral sites so away from uh, home the pirates have a losing record 4 and 6 uh they are splendid at home 24 and 2 on the year they'll be in charlotte tonight at truest field to take on the 49ers that is at six o'clock and you can watch it on espn plus and uh, i'm interested to see uh, chandler what the the pirates look like tonight coming off an eight game home winning streak last time they were on the road didn't fare so well against houston but uh they are rolling right now can they win on the road that that's going to be a question that's going to be a theme here for, to wrap up the rest of this regular season, what will the Pirates look like away from Clark O'Clair Stadium? Yeah, I talked to, to Garrett Saylor about that the other day, uh, hosting the show, and I, I asked him about you know going on the road. I, I, one thing I asked him was about the vibe and and playing in these neutral site games, playing in these minor league ballparks, and he said they really like playing in those ballparks. And ECU Pirate fans seem to like like them as well as they've been showing up and. Uh, showing their support for ECU baseball. But, uh, yeah, I, I did bring up the losing record when it comes on the road. I mean, uh, the last time they were on the road, um, they went 1-3 and three that week. But how did they respond? They went uh, and had an eight-game homestand, and they won every single game in that homestand. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll see how they respond this weekend because uh, – or this week, I should say, because tonight they play – in charlotte like you said and then they'll play in wichita uh on this weekend and so uh we shall see how they respond and hopefully they can turn that four and five record into a winning record and then turn that zero and one neutral site record into a even record so uh stay tuned and i I didn't know if this game was going to be televised or or on espn plus but as you said earlier it is on espn espn plus tonight other than the 12 inning game that uh that friday rainy game against ucf uh, every game that ecu won in this eight game 
win streak has been relatively going away the, the state game was back and forth but yeah. they end up winning at 13 to 9 so they win by four they beat ucf by 10 by six and then that one run game in extra innings they beat old dominion seven to three uh they got some late runs there on a moylan home run yeah. i believe who's uh, hot right now they beat cincinnati by five ten and ten so they have been able to get leads early and then pile on some runs late and make these scores look a little lopsided we've we've heard this from cliff gowan earlier in the year but they he said before i remember one weekend but we interviewed him on the weekend uh after a win but he says we want to be the aggressor early and that's exactly what they've been the past couple of weeks, especially this past weekend uh, against Cincinnati. I mean, back to back days where you have a seven run, or, or a seven inning run rule game on Saturday and Sunday, but the Pirates are putting up a lot of runs offensively. Uh, Josh Moylan uh, with a home run in each of the three games this weekend. Uh, this offense is hitting the baseball. They're scoring runs, and uh, they're getting it done. And so uh, hopefully they can do that tonight, and they can do it this weekend in Wichita. All right. Uh, Chandler, Mike Ward brings up a great point on Twitter. Uh, can you add something to my resume here on the screen? What's that? Um, well, first of all, what is your record in Name That Sound? How many have you lost non-All-Star games? Is it eight or nine? Eight? I guess eight. Let's go with eight. One of those was to Brandon Manning. So you're 0-7 to me, so I owe seven, and I beat Brandon once. Can you put eight-time Name That Sound champion Yeah. also up there? Sure. Thank you, sir. No Would appreciate that. All right, so while Chandler is working on that, and thank you, Mike, for bringing that up, bringing that to our attention to add to the resume. I'd like to just add to this resume as we uh, go throughout the show today. Um, what but, other resume? <laughs> what else is on the resume? I don't know. We'll think of stuff. I, I, I've done a lot in my 41 years on this earth, and uh, I would like uh, to be you recognized say for it. Bottling Group employee up there, too? <laughs> no, because that would not be factual. If you said laid pipe outside the Minji's building then that would be accurate huge flex <laughs> yeah you can put a former pipe layer that's up to you though all right let's look at the regional projections everyone look you know you know what i like i like brackets i like mock drafts are you okay no i'm good i'm good at one point i, I want to put <laughs> at one point in my life i, I like pipe layer i there. like laying pipe Actually, I didn't really like that, which is why I kept checking with Pirate Radio saying, hey, y'all got an opening yet? Y'all got an opening yet? And here I am all these years later. Um, Glad to have you. Oh, thank you, Bell. Thank you. All right, there you go. I love... Oh, okay. So we got two-time Pirate Radio bracket champion, three-time jury duty server, eight-time name that sound champion. The resume is starting to fill up. This is great. Thank you um all right regional projections east carolina university known as ecu d1 baseball has east carolina as the number eight national seed let's go been there before been there done that Been there done that we want to do it again right uh paired with second seeded duke third seeded alabama and the fourth seed loyola marymount all the way out in la california 
uh, and that regional would be paired with the Stanford regional as uh, the Cardinal are projected to be the ninth overall seed. So number eight in D1 baseball with Duke, Alabama, and Loyola Marymount. Baseball, uh, Baseball America has East Carolina as the number 11 national seed paired with number two, North Carolina, number three, Maryland, and number four, Wofford. A very regional, regional that would be. Uh, matched with the sixth national seed, which in this case would be Arkansas. So, are they tough as nails in baseball as they are in basketball? I'm sure they are. Uh, I'm pretty positive that they are. So, number eight in one, number eleven in another, and to be here in what mid to late April, that's good uh, because I think there are a lot more wins on this schedule for East Carolina, especially the weekend. But these midweek games are going to be crucial. RPI games, you're matched up with teams that are going to the uh, regional, potentially hosting a regional. So, that's uh, again, that is nothing. That is not the gospel. It's not set in stone. That is just a a projection. That's all it is. But it's it's fun to look at. It's fun to kind of know where the quote-unquote experts think we are. And we can kind of gauge that now on, on what we do the rest of the way need to keep winning obviously and if they do they look like they're in a really good spot not just to host but potentially be a top eight national seed yeah and last year it was fun i mean <clears throat> hosting a regional for ecu baseball has been familiar for ecu baseball fans but hosting a super regional last year was a lot of fun and, and being able to have a powerhouse in texas come to town and uh all the fun that that was with the uh horns down stuff but uh, but uh, you you want to be able to do that again this year, and, and right now ECU play, uh, ECU baseball is playing enough uh, to be in that top eight seed, and uh, um, we hope to have that again this year because the crowd is just absolutely awesome. And this year we've already seen the crowd be awesome in some midweek games and some Saturday games as well. So, uh, but uh, you want to be able to finish uh, strong this year in the regular season. Uh, finish good in the RPI and finish top eight and uh, be able to not just host a regional for the, what, fifth straight year, but also hope or host a super regional for the second straight year. So we shall see. All right, Josh, uh, on Twitter, I wanted to add to my resume, former A.G. Cox All-Star. That would be very inaccurate. I scored two points in my middle school career. And I, I'm projecting that I got in around 11 games. If that's true, uh, could you put my points per game average at A.G. Cox up there? uh 0.18 points per game at ag cox all right put that up there so that's 0.18 0.18 ppg at ag cox thank you josh for uh reminding me to add that to my resume uh jamie says hell of a resume uh he adds charlotte is hitting 260 overall ecu pitching uh at a 3.55 era overall clip which is 12th best ERA in the country. All right, there's a stat to consider for you. Jamie also asking, is D1 Baseball considered the best source? I would say yes, and many others would as well. Not Baseball America. Eric says, uh, renowned pirate baseball and basketball PA announcer. Um, I don't know. I'd rather have my A.G. Cox stats up there than that. 0.18 <laughs> points per game at A.G. Cox. Whoa, buddy, watch how you spell Cox ag cox all right so uh that C-O-X? 
Uh, yeah. Who you talk about? Watch how you spell you. Something. I saw how you were originally going to spell it. Yeah. And you, we can see that all live. Yeah, I know. C O C. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Chandler, he's our guy. I just I pressed the wrong button. Sorry. Yep, it happens. That's a typo. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Pirate baseball taking on Charlotte tonight. Um, Truist Field, which is a beautiful ballpark. You ever right? been? I have. I've been by there. I've never been in the stadium. You've seen there. the outside. Yes, I've seen the outside of the stadium, but I've also I've seen pictures and videos of the of the stadium where the Charlotte Knights play, and that skyline yeah. of Charlotte in the outfield is just absolutely beautiful. And uh, are you East, okay? ECU, huh? Are you okay? Yeah. Okay. But ECU baseball and ECU fans will be able to see that tonight uh, as the Pirates take on Charlotte 49ers. Eric says, thank goodness the FCC can't see YouTube graphics. We're fine. We're okay. We're good. Chandler's doing a great job over there. COX. Adding to the (laughs) resume. I can't wait to it so much where it's like literally like you can't even read it. I love how the (laughs) font keeps getting smaller and smaller. (laughs) You're not going to be able to read it pretty soon uh this is for our facebook and youtube audience for our radio audience um i don't know what should we do for them for our radio audience yeah we need to do something fun for the radio audience Hmm. Uh, i reckon we'll just talk all right i guess i mean they can't see anything canes islanders tonight seven o'clock on espn2 that's going on in the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by the buck uh softball in action I will tell you who they at play. All right, who do they play, Shirley? North Carolina Central at Max R. Joyner Family Stadium. All right, we got a home game, so we'll be watching that one and keeping you abreast of the situation out there right uh, here during our show on Pirate Radio Live. So ECU coming off their first conference series win in the Shane Winkler era, fair to say? Era, era. Era era that is fair to say so uh let's see if they can keep it going they got north carolina central uh today at four o'clock and then much like ecu baseball and much like the white stripes they're going to wichita this weekend anyone no all right uh no lacrosse until this weekend l a x pirate lacrosse will be and they are reeling a bit but that's what happens when you play back-to-back top 10 opponents. They lost to North Carolina last last Tuesday in a great game, which we watched here during the show, 12 to 9, and then fell to number 5 uh, number 9 Florida 10 to 5 on Saturday. They will be uh, up in Philly to take on Temple coming up this Saturday. So there's your look at Pirate Athletics, your flight by Yingling ECU report, baseball and softball going on today, lacrosse coming up this weekend we'll talk some ecu basketball coming up hour three of today's show with dave k david kasagani and we'll get the official pronunciation of his last name it's very disrespectful to not know someone's name especially a guy that's been around as long as he has so i want to make sure we get that right and we'll never have that issue again um jack lol at former pipe layer should we put that on the screen chandler what do you think but what former professional pipe player what do you I, think i don't think that's professional but i was a i got paid to do it what do you mean you don't think it's a fact uh johnny has a stat 
stat to consider johnny stats stat to consider an update on the era stat he says ecu is now ninth in era as they have passed utsa which we learned yesterday is not a pretty baby name vanderbilt and ucla pretty good company there with uh, with those teams johnny stats with the stat thank you johnny robertson for that so yeah looking forward to uh some midweek baseball tyler gets the white stripes reference thank you tyler for uh for chiming in there let's take a break when we return ken watlington wnct channel nine will join us we'll talk more pirate athletics we'll talk major league baseball yeah the rays got off to that 13 uh and oh start by far the best team in baseball all that well they uh they did win again earlier today so they are 16 and three the Braves are only a game back, a game and a half back. 14 and four are the Braves. So as good as the Rays have been, I kind of like that the Braves have gone under the radar. They've won eight in a row. The only teams they've lost to are the Padres and Mackenzie Gore. They got the Padres again coming up this afternoon looking for a road sweep. So we'll talk uh, some MLB. NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, ECU athletics, and more with Ken Wadlington, WNCT Channel 9. We're back with you on Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, Pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is AJ McMurphy's. AJ's has daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock. AJ says live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an AJ's day. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Wednesday. Looking forward to sports trivia tonight because we'll have a lot of fun watching Canes Islanders and Pirates 49ers as we move along tonight in the game. Got uh, round three is full of name puzzles where i put up photos and you have to connect those photos and make a player's name we had uh, a lot of people enjoy those one of our regulars in particular hates them and caused the stir last week and that only made me have more of these questions this week so looking forward to his reaction tonight at aj mcmurphy starting at eight o'clock to my left ken watlington joining us inside the pirate radio studios here on a wednesday hello ken what's up clipper how are you doing great and uh talked for a minute off the air uh the weather's nice it is gorgeous a lot going on and uh and the braves listen those braves since the last time we talked the atlanta braves have not lost a game no they have not and they're doing it with uh some guys we didn't think would be on the team at the beginning of the season they're getting some production from guys we expected to be good and they're even better than maybe we expected so far 
and uh, they're fun to watch. Should we send a thank you note to the Oakland A's for Matt Olson and now Sean Murphy? Right. Because those guys, how do the A's lose all these games? These I, guys, we had their best players. I know it, that. I didn't much. realize uh, Oakland was the AAA team of the Braves. That's apparently that's the way it's working out right now. Uh, for those of you watching on video, I have a lengthy resume uh, that Chandler's adding. I finally got my name played up there and uh you can see ken's as well uh talks on tv or something for <laughs> ken wadlington that's even debatable <laughs> uh ken is a serious newsman and also a, a sportsman as well and uh has joined us here today on the program so we got pirate baseball coming up at charlotte speaking of since last time we talked uh the pirates haven't lost either ken they are rolling it feels right like now. they haven't lost in a month yeah they're playing well and they get to play in a place tonight that's really if you haven't been to I think it's called Truist Field now. The bank name changes all the time. But Truist Field, not Truist Park, which is the place in Atlanta. Correct. Truist Field, Uptown Charlotte, one of the nicest minor league baseball stadiums you could ever see. A great environment. Going to be a lot of purple and gold in there tonight, for sure. No doubt. And uh, the Pirate Bats have uh, woken up. We yep. kind of – there's been like two – points in time that had the a couple of come to jesus meetings for this team <laughs> after the loss to duke which was their poorest pitching outing was that game number three of the year maybe uh it, it was, was early well, it was early yeah. but since then really the pitching has been phenomenal for this ecu baseball team and then you know josh Groves pointed out that since that houston weekend and and the bats were struggling a little bit there yep. the bats have been on fire since that point so we all need a wake-up call in life with our job, you know, whatever, and uh, the Pirates seem to have got theirs. Listen, the, the college season isn't as long as the major league season, but it's still a long season. Yeah. There's going to be ebbs and flows. There's going to be ups and downs, and uh, there's more peaks right now than valleys for the Pirates, and uh, if they can keep that peak on a plateau, that's a lot of jargon, but if they keep the playing the way they're playing, they're going to cause some damage once we get to June. Keep the peak on the plateau. I don't think I've heard that nah, one. I, I like just that. made it up. It's yeah, stupid. that's good. That's good. No, we need new phrases. All the old <laughs> ones, I'm sick of the old ones. We need yeah. new ones. New cliches. Chandler, uh, if you could add something to my um, my title, please. I thought of something during the break. I don't know the exact year, but we're going to spitball it, and let's go 19... Let's say 1990. 1990 Pinewood Derby champion. So I uh, I didn't last long in the Cub Scouts. I'm not a uh, I, I would I wasn't you know cut out for that lifestyle, Ken. Yeah. But boy, did I leave. You didn't a, make it to the Weeblos. I did not make it to the Weeblos. Okay. And uh, I don't even think at that time I, I giggled at the name. I was too young even for that. <laughs> you had no clue. No, I was I was clueless. I was a little boy. I was a young boy. But I tell you what, I, I left a left left a lasting impact on the area Cub Scouts. <laughs> by winning the Pinewood Derby at the Plaza Mall. Oh. And uh, it was funny because I had the most basic B car out of anyone's. We went, my dad took me over to uh, uh, rest in peace, Mr. Robert's house, and cut a triangle, painted it. We painted it blue. We put a yellow stripe down the middle, threw some wheels on it, and said we're ready to go. Everybody else out there had these, like, they had they look like actual cars spoilers hot, right? yeah. aerodynamically you know <laughs> front cuts, end yeah. uh, fenders and uh, all did, kinds of stuff did yours pass the post-race inspection <laughs> i guess so okay. but right. everybody looked dumbfounded when this fishing weight stuck in the woods <laughs> maybe they doctored it i don't know <laughs> this was uh when steroids were being you know nobody really cared yeah, barry bond's <laughs> neck was much smaller then than it, than it ended up being 10 years later i had the kind of the brady anderson car 
out there uh, out of nowhere just, just out of nowhere 50 home runs and it had, it had sideburns on it too <laughs> the car uh, did. yeah exactly <laughs> but the uh the little triangle out there beat everybody's so it was shocking and then i think to went i went to like regionals or something and got smoked there there was definitely some cheating going on there but regionals like in raleigh or something or you know 199 there you go so now city. <laughs> so now my resume sits at two-time pirate radio bracket champion three-time jury duty server eight-time name that sound champion 0.18 points per game at ag cox middle school uh professional pipe layer uh ken but i laid uh water lines for empire construction that's impressive before i got here i'm not even mad 1990 pinewood derby champion that might be two words chandler but you know what i'm gonna let it slide because i'm feeling so good i did not win the pinewood derby at the plymouth church of christ ah. uh, back in the 1980s i didn't come in last i don't think but i definitely didn't win so uh how long did you make it are you an eagle scout ken no 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 i, I yeah. got to the weeblows and then sports or something happened yeah and it just didn't continue just wasn't yeah. wasn't for me i got a buddy that's a eagle scout yeah good for them so. it's a lot of hard work and a lot of you know dedication to, to get to that point so shout out to everyone who, who's done it and is doing it right now but yeah just for whatever reason how about this for ken and for uh you listeners and viewers out there you can hit us up on youtube facebook or twitter if we made a nameplate for you what would be what would you want on your achievements uh from you know your little league days from i, I was uh, i participated in bible bowl with reedy branch free will baptist church okay and uh we did quite well there um i don't know ken what would you want people to know about you and your achievements in life oh boy uh, this is for people like me that peaked very early you know uh, all of my achievements happened 12 or younger pretty much i don't know my scoring average at plymouth high school but maybe we could figure that out it'd probably be well it was easy for me because i scored two points in my career and i've got in about 11 games so how many points did you score do you think I, at this point i would have i've got it written down somewhere but i think i averaged maybe three or three and a half a game or did something. you start uh, for a while spot started until uh, they realized that eh, we probably got better people than this dude three a game though Maybe. for high school because i shot a lot i was a volume shooter <laughs> and it, just the law of averages some went in every now and then if ken was getting in ken was gunning oh no doubt about it uh from uh from deep oh yeah yeah look at me you think i was posting up uh, well that's a good point i don't know you're at plymouth well y'all you got big boys now we had some conference. dudes yeah, yeah we had some we had some guys yeah that was that was fun back in the day we were 2a back then plymouth which doesn't exist our big rival was williamston which doesn't exist I mean, obviously, the two schools built the buildings themselves exist, but they're different names now. You were, uh, yeah, you were so good. You, the schools ceased. Oh yeah, being. We, we can't do it anymore. This guy's gone. Again. Speaking of high school, and you, if you have any other accomplishments, please let us know. I've got nothing. By the way, Eric he, says this is the best thing that's happened to me in months. So just being here with you, pirate radio guest, we could add to Ken's. <laughs> uh, Eric says, I think the radio audience deserves to hear Shirley address you with one of your accomplishments coming back from every break. <laughs> so from now on, Shirley, when we come back in the show. Could, could you say here's your host uh 1990 pinewood derby champion clip rock just pick i don't one. think i can handle that pick one and roll with it no, no i can't do everything because by the end of the show we'll it'll take the whole show jamie says fouled out of high school basketball game in two minutes coming off the bench may be a record i got a friend uh chad the enforcer that was uh he was our foul guy that is pretty we had those guys those enforcers ken back i had in the day. A, i had a jv game uh, my freshman year i didn't play much at all in jv uh we were beating somebody pretty bad they put me in the game with eight seconds left 
I got fouled, made two free throws. We got the ball back. I shot from half court. We were up 20, and I made it. So I scored, <laughs> I scored five points in eight seconds. You're like uh, Tracy McGrady had the 13 points in 30. You can watch it on YouTube. Just phenomenal end of the game for him. Yeah. You were T-Mac before T-Mac. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> like him. Just like him. And the funny thing is— Did I, anybody, like, punch you in the handshake line after no, shooting from half court? because the team was going nuts. We were off in the corner, and everybody's jumping on me. It was wild. The next day in gym class— our assistant coach was the gym teacher. He was like, I'll give you 10 shots. I guarantee you can't make it again. Didn't make it. All you needed was that one. Yep. I mean, you, you play when the lights come on. Who needs you practice? Know. You're Allen Iverson. Practice? Put me in the game, coach. Yeah, yeah. I can hit one from half court. Talk about practice. Um, speaking of high school, and um, I say this is my bitter Conley Viking alum talking <laughs> here. J.H. Rose invented the transfer portal. <laughs> Somehow every good middle school player ended up magically living in jh rose's district growing up again that's i'm tongue-in-cheek i'm half joking half serious uh but i did see where a uh, a freshman high school quarterback apparently best in the state i guess they rank these things now is uh transferring he to is jh rose uh jason jason shepherd right is that his name it is uh a jason i believe i didn't see the last name played at riverside yeah uh for uh, Coach Pascal, who just uh, retired, uh, so maybe that's why he's like, you know, I got to get out of here. Coach Pascal's not here anymore. Uh, but he, I covered a couple of their games last year. He was a freshman. He's a, he's a he's a a tall, lanky guy, athletic. He could throw the ball a little bit. So, you know, who knows? Maybe he's the next uh, star to come out of JH Rose, which I'm sure would just make you happy. Absolutely, I would love it. Yeah. Nothing more than for them to succeed over there at JH Rose. Um, I was told yesterday that Rose has a full quarterback room, so could be some competition uh good and, could be uh, back in the transfer portal after spring no this is college that happened <laughs> we'll talk to i do like their head coach which is a shame i love uh will bland i love rv yeah i just uh not a fan of the school viking for life but, hey look I, I, you gotta rep your your squad right you do yeah so that's 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 just the way it goes <laughs> um Tyler said, thoughts on North Carolina High School going to a 7A classification. I'm unaware of this. Yes, it uh, just came out yesterday that uh, the NCHSAA put it to a vote. Uh, each school had a chance to vote whether they want to go to seven classifications. It had to pass by 75%. A couple of years ago, they did it. did not pass. This time around, it did pass. So starting, uh, if everything falls in place, starting the 25-26 season, every sport will be, I think, uh, maybe they'll figure it out with some of these sports. There's not enough teams to do it. But every sport will be class 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A, all the way up to 7. So Rose, Conley right now would be in class 6A or something like that. Hmm. Now, okay, how do we feel about this, Ken? I don't have an opinion, so I need yours. I think it's uh, it's going to be split. What is the purpose? Uh, the, the purpose is to make it more competitive, I think, because the, there's some of these 1A schools that are – I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what the purpose is. <laughs> Boy, you had me but going for a minute. There's part of it where the, the competitive aspect of it right. is not what it should be. Yeah. And there's there the state's adding four or five high schools a year. So they think this will create more even competition yes. across the board. And I think it's going to be 64 teams split between the East and the West. So about 32 in each division in each classification. So just about in football, just about everybody's going to make the playoffs, which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing or not. But. Yeah. Well, I did see, isn't uh, North Carolina going away from um, giving out participation trophies? What was that story? There was a bill filed in the General Assembly. Uh, some 
some state senator or state representative, yeah, we, we want to, no one should just receive a, a ribbon because they participate. There we Let, go. Let's make it state law. Yeah, that is the, that's the and if you, I, and folks, I want you the neighborhood to watch this thing. If you see a kid getting a participation trophy, call the cops, arrest the adult and the child, send them to jail. This is not law yet. It probably <laughs> will not become law. We'll keep you posted. Though. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Chandler, I thought of something else. 2002 greenville madden champion i went to eb games saw there was a madden tournament signed up there was only like i want to say seven people in it (laughs) so but i won my first round game i played with washington okay i had uh i remember trunk candidate was my running back (laughs) wow i guess lavernius coles would have been my top receiver this is pre clinton portis this is like spurrier okay days uh won my first round game had to kick an onside against the raiders to uh get to the championship and then dusted a guy in the championship game so uh 2002 madden champion could you get some could you capitalize champion and madden let's clean this up make it look official chandler come on bud also if we keep adding to it it's going to cover up my face (laughs) all these so i'm gonna be down here like this Ken's going to try to find a dry spot on the screen where he can get some TV time. Hey, people see you enough, Ken. Oh, that's right. Let's let's talk about your accomplishments. We're trying to hide. You know, you, you said you wanted to hide your uh, glossy forehead. That's, that's what we're trying to do. That's true. Good stuff. All right, let's take a break. When we return, more of my accomplishments. Oh, boy. And uh, we'll talk some uh, Stanley Cup. You and following the Canes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. How about Brian Bailey on Monday? Giving us the anti-Ranta news and also saying the name Svechnikov correctly. I didn't know he was this big hockey guy. Next time he's on, put it on the screen. (laughs) Said hockey stuff correctly. NHL aficionado, Brian Bailey. All right, we'll uh, take a break. Steve says, Clips Madden story equals Troy's Peach Bowl story. Hey, it's a great story. Gather around, kids. Let me tell you how I won a seven-man Madden tournament. And you know what? Speaking of participation trophies, they gave us like a little bag. Everybody got the same gift. Like I didn't get anything for winning. It sucked. I'm still bitter about that. I want a rematch. Pick up the sticks. All right. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live. More with Ken Watlington after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Welcome back. And for the latest breaking news, interesting stories, and awesome contests that can make you a winner, be sure to follow Pirate Radio on our social media. You can follow us on Facebook. Twitter and Instagram at PR927FM. You can follow the over 62,000 followers today. Now let's head back into uh, PRL. Here is your host, the eight-time Name That Sound champion, Clip Rock. Thank you, Shirley. Looking to make that nine times coming up on Thursday afternoon as we will be playing name that sound myself versus chandler honeycutt who's been on a two-week hiatus he uh he did the uh, aaron Rodgers deal 
where he smokes the ayahuasca and sat in the dark <laughs> sits in a tp somewhere <laughs> he looks very zen over there ready for the uh the game tomorrow all right we've got some people chiming in on uh their accolades and uh, and what would be on their resume this stems from me chandler would never make me a nameplate and a resume so i had to do it myself today and now we're just continuing to add to it and uh looks really good it's up to uh ken's uh chin beard right now <laughs> so one more one more nugget there and uh we could be covering up his bottom lip so we'll uh we'll keep you posted on that all right uh chad moore was the 1989 Winterville Watermelon Festival Seed Spitting Contest winner. I cannot verify that he won that. I do know that that is a real event. That is a thing. And a yes. real thing. And um, Chad and I and, uh, and other man, I spent a lot of time there as a kid. And uh, that's where I grew my love for chairman of the board, Chandler, seeing them play at the Winterville Watermelon Festival. So much fun. Uh, Chad also... Uh, was brought up earlier he had four thousand one minute versus chicago i can uh verify that i was there uh he won the 1996 most improved player for ag cox basketball 96 undefeated basketball team i can uh, relate to that one 96 uh manager of championship baseball team i think i was on there too <laughs> 2001 madden champion now where was this chad because i am a legit madden champion at eb games Did you're you saying like, he's not i'm asking okay where was this at who did you compete against like was this just you and two buddies had a tournament in your you know mom's basement or something i need to verify this uh Redbeard found the lucky egg at church at a church easter egg hunt by cheating <laughs> <laughs> someone told him where the egg was hid also he was asked left to leave, that part out yeah he was asked to leave slash thrown out uh 519 twice in the same night i wish i could say i had not been ejected from the same bar twice in one night but unfortunately i have um so red beer thank you for that well let's hear more about that all right Wes hines is here the outfit that i told you about the other day he's wearing the exact same outfit do we need to see the outfit yeah, yes all right here, wes. so Wes hines is here <laughs> Wes. uh well you gotta see the whole thing so the, the shirt you're wearing wes is nassau, nassau bahamas yeah i mean it's a nice shirt yep. now the shorts yep what are those what are those, what are those? Andy's. huh they're called handies <laughs> they're called andies <laughs> they're called andies chandler and one, and one wes is Whatever. what andies you rocking the Andes? Who was your favorite Andy mixtape basketball tour player back in the day? You a hot sauce guy? The professor. The pro my godson. <laughs> All right, so you've got the camo Andy basketball shorts, yeah. uh, the Hey Dudes with the socks. It's a great look, Wes. Thank you. What inspired this look? Well, I um, literally got a call today. I was scheduled for a colonoscopy at 1 o'clock. Okay. They called me at 11 o'clock this morning and said, I need you here now. So that's the first thing I put on wow well, you've had a colonoscopy today yes and you're here yeah oh this guy man he's had more surgeries <laughs> he's a trooper <laughs> he's I'm a trooper are you driving <laughs> no okay uh, okay so, yeah sorry yeah. what a crazy question and my wife is, um, is driving all right well um everything okay yeah he said i don't have to go back for 10 years so. oh yeah. awesome yeah. all right well, thank you in ten years. Right? Thank you for uh, hanging out with us, Wes. Ten years, hundred thousand miles. Wes, if we made you a, <laughs> if we made you, have you got your tires rotated lately? <laughs> if we made you a nameplate with your resume, 
what would you want it to be like what are some of your achievements in life like uh doug sauce champion doug sauce we did uh Let's see. Have a seat. <laughs> Have a seat, Wes. Have a seat. What are some of your accomplishments, Wes? God, how are you bouncing in that chair after? I've never had a colonoscopy. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. How old are you? Uh, 41. You got four years and you had to have one. Yeah. I mean, I could get one now. I'm overdue. Yeah. Uh, By about 10,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> you are uh, showing some tread. Yeah. yeah. But, a uh, lack of tread. I would say, um, I've did. I've done duck sauce. I've done uh, well, just anything. It doesn't have to be food. Like, have you won any? Uh, you won anything in your life? No, never. Except for my wife here. Ah, oh, wow. Won a won a great wife, Peggy. Yes. All right. Sure well, did. We'll put that on your uh, resume. Mm-hmm. All right, Wes. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for hanging out, bud. All right. And uh, <laughs> rest up, yeah. man rest yeah. up yeah, seriously. take I it am. easy out there all right I know. I know. and stop bouncing around that's <laughs> <laughs> just me that is just you uh, uh, i gotta get adjusted ain't no thing at all for uh for wes hines all right well that was a fun uh ken sorry for the run in there i love it stealing love your it. time um <laughs> i need a colonoscopy though <clears throat> yeah that uh man real life huh it really gets in the way of our <laughs> oh, fun. Look, there's the andes nice zoom in on the andes there chandler that was uh very well done the andes i've never heard and ones called andes before but there's a first time for everything they come as a combo with the old andes cheese sticks or? <laughs> uh man i used to watch every afternoon my roommate and i would watch uh the and one mixtape followed by like a pti around the horn that was like the best that was like two years running uh whatever what we watched all the time the professor did you ever see one of those live not that i can recall i feel like you if you did you would know yeah (laughs) but no i've seen a lot of crap (laughs) together after a while yeah what uh have you covered any off the radar sporting events like a tractor pull or a uh... i actually have there's a huge tractor pull in bowling green ohio every year wood county uh the wood county fair and a huge tractor pull and and i would cover that sometimes i did uh uh dog jumping where the you know somebody throws out the toy and the dog runs down the ramp yeah jumps in the air tries to catch it before they go into the pool there's a big tournament of that i covered one time up in ohio do they go by length or by catch or how do you by length that? i think yeah, yeah. okay yeah so you went give us your uh give us your resume ken well it all started back in <laughs> so from wilmington to toledo ohio Toled- worked, okay. i worked for a, a 24-hour cable sports network called bcsn buckeye cable sports network cool Did you do some like mud hens and- yeah toledo mud hens we were the home well they still are the home of the toledo mud hens broadcast every home game uh, the toledo walleye minor league hockey team the echl uh, a lot is of that a big schools. deal around there? Hockey? Yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I mean, all the high, not all of them, but a lot of the high schools had hockey teams. Yeah. And on our Friday night basketball show, we also showed hockey highlights. And we got to these, you know, rinks and they'd have 4,000 people for a high school hockey game on a Friday night. It just blows my mind. Uh, yeah, that is uh, something you don't I see around here. I still don't here. understand the sport. Uh, I enjoy watching hockey. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch the Canes tonight. And then there's certain things that happen. I'm like, I'm not really sure what that means. Yeah, and you said uh, Garrett Short going to be there for WNCT Channel 9 tonight. Yeah, he'll have a live report for us coming up about 6.20. So as soon as uh, you're done listening and watching the Clipper, 
tune on uh, Channel 9, and we'll have a live report at PNC Arena, the loudest house in the NHL. For the birthday boy, I understand. His birthday was yesterday. He turned 25 or something. Just a young gun. I was given some false information. I thought it was today, so I already missed his birthday. Well, I, I sent him a text happy birthday yesterday. He said thank you. So maybe maybe you're wrong. Maybe I was wrong. Who knows? We'll get to the bottom of this. You never know what could happen uh, during a 40-minute chat here on Pirate Radio Live. <laughs> we really threw everything at you today. It was more just to see how you could handle it, and, and that is why you are a trusted newsman you can that's right. kind of be cool and calm in any situation i i talk on tv or something or something there, there it, it is. says it right there yeah. talks on tv or something <laughs> uh we'll add to your resume in the future but thanks for joining us today man Enjoy anytime it. look forward to it next time go braves go Braves. they are about to get underway yeah, that's right 15 minutes away from first pitch a sweep on the road on the line they owe the padres yeah, uh three Ten and one on the road so far Woo. man only lost to Eastern North Carolina native Mackenzie Gore. That's right. The former ECU commit. That's right. Took the money instead of coming to Greenville. What a terrible decision. (laughs) Uh, All right. Thank you, Ken. We'll take a break. Come back. When we return, we'll talk some more Pirate Baseball. We'll find out Patrick Mason's accomplishments. And Shirley Rhodes has weighed in. We will read off her list of accomplishments as well, which includes a putt-putt championship. More when we return. And I got to know more about the Durham Beavers as well. That's on the way. (laughs) Oh, I just thought of another one, Shirley. I, too, am a Carnival Cruise champion. Tell you about that when we return after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thinking about takeout tonight? Familia can make everything real easy for you with a great selection of Italian food and more. Visit familianc.com to see the full menu featuring pizzas, pastas, salads, and homemade desserts. Place your order on Line or call 689-6330 and familiar will have your order ready in their convenient drive through window for pickup. Finish up a busy day with a great dinner for yourself or your family from Familia. Familia on Fire Tower Road near Pitt Community College. Now, let's head back into the show. Here is your host, the three-time jury server, Clip Brock. Three times. And I'm done for two or three years now. But I love to call my name for whatever reason. Uh, but I'm done for this week. All right, we're going over our accomplishments. We'd love to hear yours. Uh, we've already heard from Chad Redbeard. Um, saw on Facebook that Jerry said, did somebody say putt-putt? I'm a professional putt-putt player. What does that mean exactly, Jerry? Have you been in competitions? Show me a link. I, I, I'm not like picking on I'm asking. I want to know more about this. Have you been in legit competitions? Have you won prize money? Uh, tell us about your pro putt putt career. Uh, Shirley Rhodes has listed her achievements. This all stems from me. Oh boy, the line. <laughs> no, okay, Chandler, put out that host crap. Nobody cares about that. Those aren't accomplishments. Put Carnival Cruise Ping Pong Championship Game participant. Thank you. <laughs> it's just those participants. Yeah, part. Yeah. <laughs> 
quick story behind that we were on a cruise the only one i've been on 20 years ago my dad and i signed up for the ping pong tournament it was me my dad and two nine-year-olds and in the first round my dad waxed the nine-year-old i waxed the nine-year-old spiking it on him and we met in the championship and i can't remember who won and i don't want to say i won in case my dad because my dad was good at ping pong um so he may have won i don't want to take credit for something i didn't do so i'm just going to say championship participant and patrick we'll uh we'll update your resume on the show in a moment all right but uh as you can see i've really accomplished a lot in my life shirley uh let's go over her accomplishments real quick 1991 farmville central high school coaches award for tennis 1993 uh farmville central high school 2a all-conference softball player and i i did add one more because it was i forgot because it was the same year uh i also had the best fielding average so i had got a separate trophy for that gold glove yep. 1993 barton putt putt champion mm-hmm. how many people were in this tournament of yours i don't remember roughly um, pick a number 20 maybe okay that's pretty impressive 1995 barton flag football intramural champion 2009 2011 mvp of the durham beavers that's consecutive by the way three-time mvp so dale murphy only won two nl mvps you were a three-time mvp Mm -hmm. but not are you in the durham beavers hall of fame i am i am a lifetime mvp i have the plaque to prove it we got a badass over here It's, it's up on my wall at my house 2018 karaoke champion on carnival cruise yes uh, a laundry list of accomplishments there we will now uh welcome in patrick mason from the daily reflector joining us hello patrick hello uh patrick what are your accomplishments in life oh man uh, i was a decent high school athlete that is not an accomplishment <laughs> I, w- I won uh male athlete of the year okay you're so like yeah but like it's kind of like wearing your letterman jacket now isn't it well that's what we're doing today <laughs> just for one day if nobody else is gonna hype us up we gotta hype up ourselves right, I, I see you. okay all right so uh male athlete of the year yeah for a whole year that is impressive who, who voted on that this i don't know the high school uh, and coaches what did you do like to that? uh and we've got right now uh who paper boy <laughs> see i i can ride a bike i think with at least one hand i could i could toss that thing <laughs> decent athlete <laughs> i like how it, it scrolls across um what year was your male athlete of the year award uh i think 2008 all right chandler 2008 chandler by the way you are doing an awesome job isn't this fun (laughs) yes this is fun this is what i envisioned when we went to video we're finally (laughs) utilizing our capabilities here paperboy decent athlete male athlete of the year patrick mason joining us so you are a swimmer yes what else did you participate in to earn you that male athlete of the year award uh i think water polo is what probably clinched it you put this guy in the water yeah he's trouble more of a water animal last week messed around and got a triple double hey mike p won three consecutive lunchtime three-point contest at work current defending champion hey i like that at work that's a good way to spend your lunch yeah i'm a fan three-point gunner won simpsons trivia on a cruise 20 years ago hey impressive cruise is a good um atmosphere a good environment to win things or at least to compete yep uh let's see peter foot pete 
Well, uh, his trivia team, we still love Joe Dooley, one-time A.J. McMurphy's Wednesday night sports trivia champion. Hey, you just need it. And they're still looking for number two, and maybe they can get it tonight. Uh, Chandler is adding more to your resume, former swimmer, soup. He can't figure out caps lock <laughs> and the shift key, but he's going to get it here soon. Soup expert. Uh, Eric says Patrick Mason, the reigning 2022 Olive Garden Unlimited Soup champion. Oh, now that I know they do have uh, endless salads. They have endless soup there as well. They do. I think soup salad and breadsticks. Just how yeah, much? You they, just they have your, like a thing where you could do endless soup and yeah. salad. You just flag your guy down and more, please. <laughs> more, please. <laughs> Chad says, don't forget, <laughs> Clip. You were a participant in Nickelodeon games during the Nickelodeon Studios tour, and I got slimed. Uh, he says I got slimmed. Chad, I know you. You did not get slimmed. You and Mitch Trubisky <laughs> both, Nickelodeon most valuable player. Oh, yeah, the MVP. <laughs> MVP. Yeah. Chad, you're the opposite of slimmed. <laughs> I can't comment on that. I, don't, I, never, uh, I can know. because I'm a fat guy. We can talk about our own. It's one of those things uh jack says good to hear you guys today jack good 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 to know you're out there hearing us man great to meet you at the baseball game the other day speaking of baseball patrick we probably should get to some sports unless other people would like to chime in with their accomplishments <laughs> i'm really enjoying this mike ward uh has some oh man mike ward is a life champion a kidney donor saved a man's yeah, life that that's pretty good i mean you can't even uh, uh, there's no top in that no that's in a whole different tier he is a three-time labrum surgery survivor chandler i just thought of something i won't add it to mine uh mike is also a two-time ecu intramural intramural softball champion <laughs> parentheses never attended the school so he was a ringer on, yeah, yeah an absolute ringer just wore some purple and showed up that's like church league basketball we play against these teams like there's no way that dude goes to your church man like not fair I, jesus is seeing what y'all are doing out here that's right just want to point that out hey i'm gonna be on a church league softball team and my friend in part of the text said hey you got to start showing up on sundays a little bit so i've been to church the past couple weeks on oh Sunday. yeah wasn't I'm, it, I'm sort of the guy like you're talking about. I got to just show up and show my face a little bit. And, wasn't softball one of your excuses last year for not going to kick, No, kickball. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of random intramural activities. Did you win a championship? We came in second. So I was a, like kind of like yeah. the ping pong situation of a participant. Yeah. <laughs> Two years in a row, runner up. Mike, uh, also a cornhole semi-pro. Titus fouled out against Chicago. Uh, also beat A.G. Cox and fouled out in that one. We got a lot of people that listen to Pirate Radio Live who were enforcers on their uh, middle school basketball team. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, ooh, Eric, 2001 Bill Harrion basketball camp free throw champion. Hey, there you That's go. That's pretty cool. That is good. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, John Moody, 2007 best lineman, 2008 coaches award, and two-time treasure chest winner. Just, that's pretty cool you have to find it first or you just win it what's that the treasure chest patrick that is uh our giveaway every december here on pirate radio oh uh, I, didn't, I didn't know it was a, a themed treasure chest i thought it was just that you just won a treasure chest no you win a great prize out of the treasure chest and a lot of uh long-time listeners can't even get the phone to ring because it's mm. busy john has been able to win twice so impressive. that is uh very impressive uh jack says i am an organ donor congratulations jack when you move on from this life you will be appreciated for that 
Um, Chandler, what was I going to add to mine? What was probably it was something Mike said. Oh, I um, I don't have an appendix. How can we put that on the resume? Did you lose it or just weren't never had one to begin with? Oh, it was taken out of me. Ah, appendix surgery. App- survived appendicitis. Yeah. There Good you luck go. spelling that. <laughs> uh, they got it out before it ruptured, so I was very happy about that. All right, before we get sidetracked again, Patrick, Pirate Baseball, can they win on the road? They are fine at home to the tune of 24-2. and two. Yeah. They have a losing record on the road. Can they continue this hot streak beginning with Charlotte tonight? Yeah, I think so. They just haven't played much on the road. It, like their home record, would you say 24-2? and two? And they are four and five, I believe, on the road. Yeah, that's so twenty six games at home, nine on the road. But yeah, I don't see why any reason why they can't win on the road. Um, as long as they, they just keep hitting the way they do, I think they scored in the first inning in every single game over the weekend. Um, and yeah, when you get off to a good good start, I mean they they've been able to, to finish games. So yeah, I think it'd be interesting. But yeah, they, they got to win this Wichita State thing over the the weekend. But yeah, they're uh, they're in good shape right now. And whatever the midweek struggles were, you, you still feel pretty good about sending Zach Root, Jake Hunter, now maybe Garrett Saylor, who's back in the mix. I don't know. I feel like we've got a pitching advantage over most, unless one of these teams decides to throw a weekend guy against <laughs> us. I feel like we've got the pitching advantage over just about every midweek team we see. A hundred percent. Especially, yeah, Garrett Saylor coming back and just, just seeing him throw for the first time in almost a month was great. Because like you said, he really shores up that that uh, midweek pitching rotation. Because he actually was getting, uh, did he get one start, maybe two, before he went down with an injury? Um, but yeah, you know, Zach Roots had some really good outings and I think they've won two midweek games in a row, so they're getting back at it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, my uh my resume is really filling up. We've almost got up to Patrick's nose on the screen. <laughs> uh Jerry adding more to his putt putt story. Uh he said his lifetime best round is twenty in twenty twenty two. So like was it 16 holes in one i guess so a couple two putts holy moly that's pretty good that's really good yeah eight 16 hole in ones and two birds jerry yeah, that'll, that'll play count me impressed that'll play uh 2018 monroeville pa open putting champion four-time wilson nc doubles putting champion a doubles putting champion uh i don't know so you had a teammate chandler go to the mic what are you doing why are you laughing? He's in, he's in some trouble over there. <laughs> Why are you laughing at Chandler? Turn the mic on so you can. <laughs> you're you're a Cobblesmith cover up almost the whole thing. It's, it's up to Patrick's nose. Uh, it is, but Patrick can. Appendicitis survivor. <laughs> I mean, do you still have you had appendicitis? No, I haven't. So I don't think you should laugh at it. No, I shouldn't. (laughs) I I had a meniscus tear, so I would be a meniscus tear survivor. You would be. In 07. You would be. Patrick, you ever had surgery? Yeah, I've had a couple um, when I was was younger. Um, You want to talk about them or not? It's okay if you don't. One was a hernia. Mm. And I can't, I don't know, I was probably like five. That was my most recent one. Chandler is a uh, recent hemorrhoid survivor. Man, just, just putting him on blast. As oh am God. I. As am I. Well, there's nothing to be ashamed of. No, you, you just you got to do your thing. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think you. 
should have said that. <laughs> You're probably right. It's all, it, you know. I don't know why you said that. I don't either. I don't because I feel like you want. We need to get you into the conversation. You have had medical. Look, you got a terrible uh, scratch on your arm because you're a two-time broken arm survivor now, now we're just drifting into random injury survivors <laughs> jack's a common jack said he's a common cold survivor yeah uh by the way we need to talk about what patrick's wearing today <laughs> it is 84 and sunny according to uh my computer here yeah patrick is wearing i can confirm it's very warm out jeans there. a sweater are you wearing a shirt under the sweater yeah well when i left the house it was like 50 and, i was uh, walking the dogs and it was cold in the shade and i was like oh, i'm gonna throw this on and i've been out and about all day you're gonna have to start bringing in eastern north carolina's like afternoon pair of clothing you know what i mean yeah well i see you guys re like cleaned up that corner over there i might try to take a drawer and just put like some shorts and a yeah a maybe, in maybe a locker room yeah you know like a little drawer that's not a bad it's idea kind of like a little sleepover kit you know if we could set up a locker room for our guest uh, we have added to Patrick. <laughs> Chandler, this is so much fun. Thank you for doing this. You're doing a great this, job. This is pretty good. Uh, I can't wait. So I want I need you to listen very carefully to Dave Casagane's interview. And as he says stuff, just keep adding to it. <laughs> We're going to do this with all our guests from now on. Uh, Hernia Survivor, Survivor has now been added to uh, Patrick's accomplishments in life. <laughs> and it's up to <laughs> The list is up to his face. It is. <laughs> Paperboy <laughs> at the Paper very boy. top. Did you watch Atlanta, by the way? Yeah. You seem like the type. Uh-huh. Um, I watched it as well. Pretty what good. a weird show. I got, Atlanta? I'm, yeah, but it's, it's like Is it called Atlanta? Weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's on anymore, though. No, it's over. It's yeah, over. Yeah, yeah it's um but i miss it uh, because it was so odd <laughs> let's take a break all right when we return i want to hear more of your accomplishments and we'll talk uh, more ecu athletics are you following have you watched a nfl or a, not nfl an nba playoff game or an nhl playoff game to this point yes both. okay both all right both. We'll, we'll discuss that as well chandler's having a blast over there and I feel like he's engaged with the show. <laughs> Sometimes he uh, he lacks focus. Today he is locked in. The Pirates have a one nothing lead over North Carolina Central, and the bases are juiced. That's so cooking. we'll keep you up to date on that on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by the Buck. The Buck. More to go. Pirate Radio Live after this. <laughs> You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. For personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. And a quick uh, Buccaneer scoreboard music hall. Oh, geez. Buccaneer music hall scoreboard brought to you by the Buck. The Buck. 
East Carolina softball up to nothing over North Carolina Central. They are in the top of the second inning. Now let's head back to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your appendicitis survivor, Clip Brock. Thank you, Shirley, and thank you, everyone, for your support of me. In During fourth... this difficult time. Yeah, I was in fourth grade. Mm. Yeah, you got it young. I just remember um, I remember getting upset at my dad and others, but mostly my dad, for making me laugh because it hurt so bad I would cry when I laughed. Uh, I do remember that. I remember getting some really good uh, – Patrick, did you ever collect baseball cards? Oh, yeah. Do you remember Studio? Mm, like, was it a brand? Yeah, and it was like – I feel like it wasn't out very long, but it was the uh, mid to early 90s, and they looked pretty cool. And look <laughs> at that Jeff Bagwell. <laughs> There's Griffey. But I, I think they had just come out. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know about that one but uh i remember getting a lot of these during that time frame 1991 i wonder if that was the year probably was he traded an appendix for some cool baseball for some uh a set of studios man we used to love some some baseball cards going to the shop buying singles i remember um the bo jackson and the white Sox uh new hat when they first came out with the sox diagonal like that was a uh that was one of my favorites bo knows i had so many upper deck king griffey jr rookie cards i wonder how much uh those are even worth now but uh well i don't know what was your all-time did you have a favorite card man i had a really cool like it was an alex rodriguez card but it was uh like holographic like super shiny and he was down back on the rangers and i just thought it like looked really cool i like that one uh steve says studio was uh, i guess a subset of leaf the company okay so i've heard of leaf uh jerry by the way jerry is a legit putt putt professional he says you can go to proputters.org click on tour results 2022 and find his name and his results june 11th and 12th so he's like pro putter tour of america he's like the real deal that's really cool jerry I wish I could do that. All right. Um, moving along. We talked pirate baseball. Anything on the football front? Uh, I know you were tuned into the Donnie Kirkpatrick interview after you left last week and talked about the quarterbacks. Yes. And I don't know. What did you get from that, Patrick? Um, my takeaway. That there's still a competition going? Yeah. My takeaway was they were not outwardly very impressed with mason garcia and just they, they weren't ready to say yep he's our dude right you know let's, let's turn the page i think they have a lot of questions well that, that was my takeaway you could look at it this way and i don't think this is the way to look at it but alex flynn is so good that mason's been amazing but so is he but i think it's more of what you said yeah i, I think it's more <laughs> of yeah, the the former um and, and like you know don't get me wrong alex flynn has been good but i don't yeah. think they're saying wow now we have to think if we should play alex flynn i think it's more so like oh man can we are we comfortable right now if the season started to play mason garcia and i asked this to brian bailey yesterday i'll ask you what percentage because i thought after the last game last year that alex flynn he was not even in on my radar like zero percent chance to start i feel like that number has crept up and up and up and up even more so what percent do you give Alex Flynn's chances of starting against Michigan? Maybe like 20%. Yeah, okay, like, that's I, fair. I think it's not like zero, but maybe I agree. it's like if it had, you know, you run a season five times, he starts one of those. Um, and I guess like the as a 
you don't want this to be like, hey, let's start Alex Flynn, throw him to the fire, and then we'll come back with Mason Garcia and ease him in. Like, I hope they don't take that route, but um, yeah, I, I would say about 20%. I think it's on the table, but I don't know if like they're willing to commit either way. I still think All they right. want Mason to win this thing. So, are, is Mason 80% or 79% and you want to leave a percent out there for maybe a portal quarterback man that see i think is that possible at all i don't know i think it's 80 i think it'd be hard if you you come in right you know in may or whatever it is and just get summer workouts and be the the quarterback i think that'd be difficult but they did say they're bringing somebody in you think that'll be maybe a younger guy to develop or yeah so i think you can kind of go both ways with this i think you already kind of have your younger guy i agree jeter and so So, if you do bring in some sort of experience yeah maybe they do want you to start but but i guess we've heard all you know for years now right the the system and it's hard to to learn the system with mason and you know he's got to get to know the system so what's what's to say this transfer portal quarterback comes in and just has it all figured out and they throw him to the wolves but maybe it's a a guy who started four years somewhere or three years somewhere and you know you can limp you through a couple games i i don't know but you're still going zero percent on a quarterback not currently on the roster starting yes i i I think so all right uh anything else football related before we move along no i I just think that's that was my um, honestly immediate reaction when you were talking with donnie i was like man they just they just aren't ready to say yes he's the guy and uh talked to blake harrell last thursday and he uh he and pirate fans kind of know at this point what we have d-line and safeties and it's kind of everything in between that that we're going to see a lot of change this year yeah i mean you're losing what both your starting linebackers are big you know linebackers and i my my thing for this defense if they, they got to get after the quarterback more i know every team in football probably says this but i mean if they can get after the quarterback with at least some sort of consistency that the whole defense looks incredibly better because they couldn't do that last year they didn't have anyone you could just say hey you pin your ears back and go get the quarterback yeah and it sounds like even though jeremy lewis missed time during the spring he's very high like this needs to be a big year for jeremy lewis yes. getting after the quarterback uh really likes uh they mentioned jd lampley quite a bit and we don't get a lot of guys like that at ecu by that i mean we get a lot of guys here that you have to build up like you have a frame on them you got to put weight on them you got to make them into like cj wilson back in the day played high school running back ends up being an nfl defensive end and just transformed his body during his time here at ecu like lampley doesn't need a lot of transforming he's already a giant dude and uh and harold talked about his footwork and i don't know he kind of got me excited to, uh, to see another year of him yeah as you should because i think when when he did play like because he was more like a rotational kind of piece last year and he played a little bit but every time he played i think he was he was you know pushing the guy in front of him around a little bit and and he was making plays in the backfield so um yeah i think if like if you can just get guys like that to take another step and just have some sort of you know consistent pass rush that, that's really what you know the the team last year was getting torched passing but the quarterbacks had all day to throw a lot of yeah. times and <clears throat> if you can just kind of disrupt that a little bit everything will everything will work out patrick mason joining us uh before the break you said you have watched uh at least one nba and nhl playoff game so how much uh we'll start with nba how much have you been following that honestly a little bit i i watched uh the kings game the other day and they're uh what are they they're playing the warriors right yep because i watched a few um they're yeah, up two Montes, yeah right the Montes sabonis is awesome De'Aaron fox i was just so surprised at like the kings i mean like sacramento kings the last time i can remember them being good they had like well like mike bibby and you know just all these random guys so to see them you know taking the first two from the warriors was really fun as a kid i 
i liked the bulls and mj and pulled for them against the blazers and the suns and all those teams and then my favorite non-hornets playoff team i guess besides those bulls was even before bibby when the kings had jason williams chris weber Peja stoyakovich vladi divak um that was the abdur abdul wahad uh was a guard forward uh they had doug christie who i didn't like but he was on the team he was good um and they had oh um brian grant well he was yeah i think he went from the blazers to the kings but they had um corliss williamson i just loved that team and those series against the lakers and especially against the jazz because it was like cool hip jason williams versus old high dukes john stockton yeah cool chris weber versus old man malone <laughs> oster tag versus diva but man i was so wrapped up on those kings teams and they could never get by the lakers i think they could get by the jazz they just couldn't get by the lakers and i think that was one of those was it portland la or was it sacramento la or both that had the ref screw job it might have been portland uh later on because i love that team with rashid wallace and uh and those guys as well but man they, then those uh kings games at home and the playoffs are so much fun i'm glad they can experience those again yeah they're they're, they're fun like I, I honestly haven't watched many much at all kings basketball but they're pretty fun but man just going back like page stoyakovich i remember it was like nba 2k4 or something and he was like the best three-point shooter in that game oh man before like three-point shots were, were awesome so he was fun to play with um, but yeah, even just the NBA basketball. I forgot Kawhi Leonard. Like he can be awesome when he, he wants to be. Like he, he had a great game. Um, it's just it's just been kind of fun uh, since the Bulls are out. I've kind of been able to take my basketball watching elsewhere, and it's been fun. I can't believe there's a uh, Russell Westbrook resurgence, but he is, apparently is playing yeah, well. The playoffs, man, it just brings brings it out. Suns did beat the Clippers last night, so that series is tied at one. Cavs and Knicks tied at one. Boston. Looks like they're going to cruise in their series against the Hawks. So coming up tonight on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck, we'll add this to the TVs along with Hurricanes Hockey and ECU Baseball and uh, Major League Baseball. Lakers at Grizz. Grizz need it because they're down one game to none against L.A. That's 7.30 on TNT. NBA TV at 9 o'clock. Heat at Bucks. Heat. Uh, won that game one, so they're up one nothing. And then Timberwolves and Nuggets coming up at ten o'clock. Denver leading that series one game to nothing. All right, how about uh, Stanley Cup playoffs? How yeah. much you watch that? Just one. Um, the Hurricanes game on Monday. I was. So actually, are you like a yeah, like a fan? I think that's like my second because I'm still a Blackhawks fan, just because they're like three titles and was it five or six years kind of you know really sold me but yeah i've adopted the hurricanes it's like the only like carolina team i've adopted you know the hornets no panthers no rest of the colleges no but yeah the hurricane i almost went to the game on monday i was looking at tickets there was like 50 bucks but then like the fees get you and i just yeah. ended up not going but. you ever been to a playoff game um i've covered a playoff game but not as a fan chandler can you um oh that's pretty cool yeah it was can for for patrick can you add covered <laughs> playoff game and for me uh attended hurricanes playoff game so we were both in the house at some point thank you uh that was maybe i don't know when it's i think electric. about coolest best sports environments i've been in hard to beat redskins cowboys monday night while dallas still had the triplets um aikman yeah, yeah. smith michael fun. Irvin, 
and washington beat them and that was awesome packed house it was so much fun but hurricanes beating ovechkin and the capitals in the playoffs in a, just an awesome game ovechkin scored on a power play so cool to see that live uh but kane's winning that the environment the the crowd that might it's that insane. might be number one with the towels waving and oh like man the horn going i mean that is that place gets electric and if it, it fills out <clears throat> all right we got a question from robert i think it's a good question would houston play both quarterbacks for the michigan game I, I don't, well, I don't think it, just probably as a rule, I don't think you go into the game wanting to play two quarterbacks. Because I, I guess if you do that, what are, what are you really saying? Like, do you switch off series? Do you just say, hey, you get the first half, you get the second half? Like, now, we've like, gone two quarterback system here at ECU. It, it, but it's not what you want. We had Rob Cass, Patrick Pinkney back in the day. We had, to some degree, James Summers and Blake Kemp when Kurt Binkert went down. See, I think it's possible you you do end up playing two, but not because it's more of like you reacting to the situation. Say you're down 30 or something and a half, maybe you make a change. But I don't I don't think you go in there and you say, don't all right, Alex, designed. You, you run this type of plays, and Mason, you know, you get the, the next series, and we'll, we'll do this for you. I, I don't think that's what you want. All right. Um, Chandler's like, like a Jamie Jamie says, God, I hope they don't play quarterbacks, two quarterbacks. No, that's not what you want. Well, Jamie, it's, it's all, it, it could be part of God's plan. You don't know. <laughs> what his, his plan is uh, we've got all right thank you chandler for updating that carolina hurricanes playoff game attendee has now been added to my list <laughs> ticket holder appreciate that uh eric says what are patrick's thoughts on the hit on dallas stars joe pavelski Pave- pavelski pavelski yeah I'm, I'm gonna be honest i, I didn't see it all right but so there you go eric yeah he has no that, thoughts eric. on it I'll, I'll start watching some more hockey. What are your thoughts on Draymond Green's stomp? Should he have been suspended? I don't know about suspended, but that dude's always getting into something. And then his just his uh, his response of like, oh, you know, the refs are out to get me. Well, dude, they're they're keeping an eye on you, man. Like, I don't know. What year is this? Right. How many more years do we have to go through this? Right. It's every, every year with him. By the way, DeMontis Sabonis is, looks... And his dad was a giant man. I remember. Were you old enough to watch Arvidas uh, with the Blazers? I don't remember watching him, but I've seen some stuff. Best passing big man of all time, perhaps uh, since uh, maybe Joker could take that now. Yeah, yeah. Um, who were you gonna say? I was gonna say Joakim Noah from my era. I'll get out of here. <laughs> hey, the Bulls ran the offense through him a little bit. I, that's fine, but I'll take Joker. Oh, yeah, I would absolutely take uh, <laughs> and Arvidas. Yeah, but. Um, Arvidas was not defined. He was uh he almost looked like a seven foot five dad out there. Like just his hair and everything. Uh his son, the younger Sabonis, is cut up, looks like like an dude actual modern athlete. You don't want to mess with. <laughs> um what about like Bogdan Ban- was it Banyanovich? Yeah. It kinda looks the same way, just kind of a guy who's just there. He's, he's really very strong. Arvidas looking, yeah. yeah. But um Sabonis looked like he got shot when he got that stomp. <laughs> yeah. And I say this as somebody who hasn't been stomped. It probably it might it probably did hurt. It's probably a little shocking. It probably hurt a little bit. And you gotta you know, you gotta milk it a little bit. He was definitely watching. milking it. He uh, was. He was he was milking it he big was. time. All right, uh let's take a break when we return. More with Patrick Mason. His uh slots are almost filled up. <laughs> Chandler, we're gonna have to work on uh can you get another text block in here, maybe? Start putting stuff in the middle, in perhaps. In between us. <laughs> <laughs> because Patrick uh, one time 
One time. <laughs> <laughs> One time. 2023 Carolina Hurricanes watcher. <laughs> I like that, Taylor. We finally found something to keep Chandler engaged in the show. He's like a kid in a candy store just, right just now. Just typing away. More to go. Give me more. Give me more. <laughs> more to go. Pirate Radio Live here on a fun Wednesday. Back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live this hour is brought to you by university pc care your local tech support experts for all your business needs let university pc care take care of it so you can take care of business visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now back to the show welcome back country mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store for uh, serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Both Country Mart locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93-ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back into Pirate Radio Live. Here is your two-time bracket champion, Clip Brock. Reigning and defending. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes for welcoming me back into the program some are asking if the braves will ever lose again i don't have the answer to that folks but i can tell you right now they are scoreless with the padres as they play in the top of the third inning patrick's white Sox got me a win in my wins pool yesterday i believe yes second game of a doubleheader they They did not give me a win earlier today lost to the phillies they still have not won a series yet this season (laughs) so they just dropped two or three to the phillies they are so frustrating. Yeah. That's oh, not good. No. Mike no. Uh, Clevenger got the loss today. Ugh. Didn't know he was on the team. Really? Uh, there's a lot of guys like that in baseball. I'm yeah. not playing fantasy this year, and I don't have MLB The Show, so I'm not going to know who's on rosters until probably July. Yeah, MLB The Show is a really good way to, to learn rosters. I guess any sort of video game. Like, you play like the NFL, and you're like, oh, this guy's over here now? Yeah. Tyler says these accolades are starting to look like rolling credits on the screen at the end of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> is there any way to get them in motion, Chandler, just going up and down the screen? And, uh, all right. Uh, coming up in uh, hour number three, in about 15 minutes, we'll be joined by dave k former pirate basketball hooper will join us in the pirate radio studios so looking forward to uh talking to him coming up in just a little bit enjoyed watching him play patrick and uh now mike schwartz filling in for the losses of javon small dave k luigi debo and others and uh we talked about bobby pettiford joining the crew and uh he's got a couple other high school kids uh signed and committed at commit one signed another committed that i believe haven't signed yet so uh we still got uh some work to do as far as filling out this roster yeah definitely some work to do but you know he's he's been working right we added some some more pieces and yeah got to fill this thing out a little bit but um yeah i, I th- my, my thing from mike schwartz from the beginning i just i always feel like he had a a very clear vision of, of what he wanted 
you know this this team to look like and you, you can kind of see he's just yeah i think he's been able to implement some good things especially at the end of last year and uh, he's gonna keep doing that moving forward we'll talk some pirate hoops coming up hour three of our show eric on youtube wants patrick to settle the debate on what is the true pizza of chicago and goians how do you say people are from chicago Chi- chicagoans chicagoans yeah chicagoans thin crust box cut or deep dish um so i think okay i i love deep dish and i, I think that's probably what you got to do when you go in just check it out um, there's something called like tavern style it's kind of like you know that almost like double dough kind of in the middle of thin and deep i think that's what you can get basically anywhere and it's really good so you know, probably tavern style or, or deep dish is what you want. Now, the deep dish is, for me, from an outsider, it's not even pizza. It's just like tomato sauce. I guess so. But, yeah, the, the sauce is on top. There's, like, cheese and uh, toppings underneath. Yeah, it just, you're rolling your eyes. Have you ever, have you ever had good, like... <laughs> I, I can't believe you're like it's too late in life for me because now i'll pizza. get heartburn i'm not asking out. you to try like escargot or something i get it but i'm telling you it, it I, my body can't handle it my body like john mayer once said used to be a wonderland and it's just not anymore yeah man <laughs> that, I, I could definitely see the wonderland body coming and play in the 2002 <laughs> ping pong championships but uh i could add my, my thing all right what, what if i serve you a piece of deep dish with like a bottle of pepto-bismol or something or uh, some tums uh, yeah i'd have to have some tums i know why you like it so much because it's basically soup <laughs> if it comes right out of the oven absolutely you need a you need a fork and knife i don't know it, it's a whole experience you got to try it jansen says patrick i had some banging baked potato soup for lunch today good call that's pandering he didn't really do that did you really jansen i believe him hey if you see baked potato soup on the menu pull the trigger on it it's it's a good move uh patrick is threatening to show up to sports trivia at aj's tonight and um they used to have soup on the menu if they do will you uh try that tonight yeah i will all right my the one soup like i, I see often it's like the tortilla soup you know what i'm talking about like yeah. chicken like that's one I, I don't really mess with but it's one of the few soups that i stay far away from okay like that and minestrone i'm not a fan of keep that uh out of patrick's <laughs> face apparently. yeah and Jansen says, I 100% had that for lunch today. Good man. Good man. Uh, and Johnny, I think I was wrong. So, Sear Malanga is signed. Okay. True or false? Sounds... I believe he's signed. And Johnny says Faison is signed as well. He signed along with Pettiford uh, early last week, I believe. So Got to have my notes in front of me. Those guys are signed. Johnny, our basketball guy holding my feet to the fire Faison is signed the kid from goldsboro <laughs> so wait you've got no 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 see we're, we're gonna patrick or chandler you've got that wrong he's oh not i'm a, a deep dish pizza lover he's a lover not a hater what are you talking about patrick you got upset <laughs> punt yes you got upset in the press box chandler how about this i look i think patrick was groaning this weekend in the press box <laughs> After Cincinnati kept kicking the ball around the yard, yeah, uh, they played some some frustrating baseball. They they really did. They I think I think you actually tweeted it like they don't belong on the same field, and I, you know that's something you say, but they did not look like they can compete. I mean, they got seven run ruled, and actually, yeah, Chip Welch, the um, ECU baseball SID, he was going through all sorts of records. He even pulled out a hardcore or a hard 
uh, paper copy, and we could not find another time in in history when that happened two games in a row. Yeah, back to back run rule um, was Cincinnati, they, and they did not have the pitching to hang. And to East Carolina's credit, they absolutely feast off of mediocre to bad pitching. Yeah, and I guess I mean that's what you're supposed to do, but some teams don't take advantage of it. But they hit bombs, they hit doubles. I mean, they really take advantage of you if you can't pitch well. What did you uh, mentioned it earlier a little bit? But what did you think about the return of? <laughs> Thank you, Chandler. Now we're good. <laughs> there we go. I am a deep dish hater. Uh, the return of Garrett Saylor. It was really good. And yeah, like he just adds so much to this bullpen and just this pitching staff because he can go multiple innings and he's got really good stuff. Um, and he's just one of those reliable arms that I think Cliff can just go to almost, you know, not thinking and just say, hey, this is a spot where we need some outs. And Garrett Saylor's the guy. Um, I mean, Danny Beal pitched phenomenal this week. I think he went five innings on Tuesday, had another inning or two over the weekend. It was great. Um, but he, you know, he's, I don't know if that's a guy you want to just keep, you know, using every single time, but he's, a uh, to get Garrett Saylor back, it's incredible. P6 flag hater, Patrick Mason <laughs> joining us here. I, I, I like this resume here. <laughs> it is really cool. It, it, it reminds me of all that I've accomplished in life and things I like and dislike. And now Patrick has his list here and it's uh, a lot of fun to keep up with. Yeah. It's good to get it out there. Uh, mentioned it earlier in the show. D1 Baseball and Baseball America had their regional projections. East Carolina projected as an eight seed uh, for D1 Baseball with number two, Duke, number three, Alabama, number four, Loyola, Marymount, all the way from uh, L.A. Baseball America had East Carolina as a number 11 national seed paired with North Carolina, Maryland, and Wofford. So number eight in one, number 11 in another. Again, these don't mean anything, Patrick, but uh, it kind of – I don't know. It's a, it's a little guideline. It's a, it's a little something on where you are right now and what you could be at the end of the year. Either way, the Pirates have set themselves up uh, for a uh, for postseason success with what they've done so far. Yeah, and their RPI keeps climbing. Um, I guess they're dropping in a good way, whatever one you want, getting closer to one. Um, yeah, they're playing really, really good baseball right now. They just seemingly cannot lose. They're scoring early. They're pitching really well. Um and we've talked about it on the show before, but that, that weekend pitching rotation is, is just phenomenal, especially with Josh Gross being your Sunday starter. Um, he's got, like, the lowest ERA on the team. And to, to throw him the third day in a series just really shows the depth of that that unit. Um, but, yeah, I think it's – I mean, obviously it's a little too early. We've got tons of baseball to go. But to see, a, in a, you know, a super regional, you know, potential seed up there is really cool. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're playing well. They, they've earned it. They're, they're really playing well. And these guys have either taken a step up or continued their great play from last year. Trey Savage certainly has uh, has risen and is the ace of this staff. But, man, Josh Gross, a, a lot of inconsistency going into this year. And for him to be that number three guy for a lot of staffs, he'd be number two, potentially maybe, number one. Yeah, maybe one. Um, but, man, he has been really good this year. He always beats on himself for the walks, mm -hmm. and uh, we talk about that Mondays when he joins us. But outside of that, uh, just has been really, really good this year. Yeah, and I think I asked him, you know, is, is walks like the only thing that you think holding you back? And he said, yeah, I just got to get those down because, I mean, he had, he really did have, you know, for the most part, command of all his pitches. He was able to throw them all in different counts and start people backwards sometimes. And he really just does have electric stuff. And if he can just hang around the strike zone a little bit more just to keep that pitch count down, I mean, he could pitch – you know, seven, eight innings, you know, and, and that'd be just, just awesome going into midweeks, you know, just 
really takes a takes a lot of toll off your bullpen at the end of a, a series and carter spivey doesn't really dazzle you but just mr consistency uh he's coming off some adversity got hit in the face with a ball <laughs> yeah and said he had a broken nose and uh right. did miss a start so you know got some toughness to him too yeah he does and he he's really good at like uh, inducing soft contact because he he does pitch to contact like you said he's not gonna strike out a million guys but he's gonna jam you he's gonna you know work you in and then you're gonna roll over on something so he gets the defense involved and he, he doesn't let you hit the ball hard gross said monday that uh, he doesn't remember seeing a guy get so many outs in a row without a strikeout <laughs> yeah and that's uh that's kind of and and Spivey can get those k's as well but does more damage with the soft contact east carolina playing at charlotte tonight at six o'clock they'll be on the road at wichita this weekend score update on the buccaneer music hall scoreboard presented by da buck Buck. Way to go, Chandler. ECU with two on in the bottom of the third. Nobody out, and they have a 2-0 lead over NC Central out at Maxar Joyner Family Stadium as the softball Pirates, Shane Winkler's club, uh, right now with a 2-0 lead as they play in the third over the Eagles. All right, Patrick. Uh, man, just looking at your list of accomplishments, <laughs> you look uh, like you're tired. You need to take a break. Yeah, that's... Man, I've been busy, apparently. <laughs> you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff. Uh, you're welcome to hang out if you'd like and, uh, and chat with uh, with Dave K coming up. Uh, but he will join us when we return for hour number three of Pirate Radio Live. As we go to break, uh, Jamie asking about Jacob Jenkins Coward. Well, uh, he will talk to us on Monday. He'll be back on the Players' Lounge, so I can tell you that. Uh, but he says, any updates on when JC can come back? Uh, he says they seem to be starting to get healthy. Not sure about McChrystal. So, uh, I don't know. You know anything about those guys? Yeah, McChrystal, uh, coach said he had a broken finger. Um, so, they're kind of just working with him. Um, coach did say he he could play in a, in a media session, but he's kind of just, you know, taking it easy on him. Um, for JC, he just said he'll be out for a while. He kind of – he hasn't updated us. But I did see – I mean, for whatever what it's worth, I saw him walking around, and he seemed to be walking with a less of a limp. So. Okay. Uh, Baby steps. Yeah, for whatever that works. But, uh, yeah, they're, they're going to slowly get healthy. But I'll, everyone else has been playing great right now. All right, Patrick, thanks for hanging out. Yeah, thanks. And uh, we'll see you at Sports Trivia tonight. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right. I'll be there. Well, uh, take a break. Big Hour 3 on tab will also make you a winner. So stay tuned for that. We're back with more Pirate Radio Live on a Wednesday after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Russell's Clothing in downtown Washington has everything you need for game day or any other day for men and women. Whether it's dress casual or even a formal occasion, Russell's has you covered. Russell's has served Eastern North Carolina and beyond for 40 years with quality clothing and personal service. Russell's Clothing on Main Street in downtown Washington. Pirates supporting pirates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, the hemorrhoid survivor himself, Clip Brock. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, for that. Welcome back into the program. A beautiful day here in eastern North Carolina. 
as we roll on hour three of Pirate Radio Live and a uh, happy score to report on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard. East Carolina up 5 nothing over NC Central as Shane Winkler's softball team trying to win a midweek game here, and they are on the right track to doing that. Uh, that score on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by Da Buck. Da Buck. Let's welcome in our hour three guest. He is um, a fan favorite, a guy we uh, enjoyed watching in Menji's Coliseum. He is Dave Kasanganai joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. And uh, Dave, great to have you on. How you doing, man? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we. Um, Josh Gross was in that seat on Monday, and I mentioned that I met you uh, on Saturday face-to-face for the first time he was like oh man dave's awesome you got to get him on as soon as possible i was like all right well let's do it let's get him on get him on right now but i always love to see we saw it last year with keaton mitchell and the baseball team uh we saw it uh saw a lot of guys from other teams supporting you guys this year i love when athletes support the other sports i know you do a lot of that as well oh definitely i'm actually really close with the guys on the baseball team i've known them since i first got here josh gross uh, carter cunningham uh gary saylor all those guys that i'm really close with them so great guy great guys off the field as well well uh well dave let's get to know you and uh and and how you got here to east carolina so i don't know where that story begins uh but there was a a stop at navy beforehand i know so i guess uh let's talk about first of all high school where'd you go to high school uh your recruitment your career uh tell us about that so definitely i'm uh, from charlotte north carolina i grew up there since i was seven uh originally from florida uh audrey kell high school we have a great basketball culture uh we made to the state championship 4a actually my freshman year but every team after that we won 20 games every year and we just had pretty good teams um my recruitment was it was pretty slow i was a late bloomer going into my senior year i had to choose between navy and uh either juco so i had some other d1 to try to recruit me late here and there and i knew i wanted to stay close to home but navy was the only like full offer i had so i decided to take it what was it like being uh part of the naval academy it's a lot more than just being a regular student right yeah no it's a <laughs> they actually sell shirts that say not college there so with, <laughs> with the navy end so it was a it was a great experience you learn a lot about yourself and life and it's just uh growing pains and resiliency so it was a great experience for me and you've been able to to take that with you i'm sure uh through uh what you've been doing here since then and uh how'd you make it to east carolina from navy so uh during i was actually in the first transfer portal we see how we have the how big the transfer portal has gotten now but during covid once covid hit the first like infamous transfer portal with a bunch of kids going into it yeah people trying to find a home well i was in that one because i knew I, I knew that uh going into your junior year you have to sign a two for seven contract at the naval academy so it locks you in for about um five years of service after you graduate and i knew that just wasn't for me long term so i wanted to come back home and i've always been a fan of east carolina so my high school coach contacted Dooley, the previous coach and work something out yeah so uh man you'll be able to tell your grandkids one day i was in that first ever transfer portal definitely <laughs> so, hey add that to uh the resume for uh for dave all right so uh you played for for coach joe dooley and we, we had a listener question if you got a question uh for dave you can get that in on youtube twitter or facebook and one of the questions was uh, a pretty obvious one what the differences between joe dooley and mike schwartz but let's talk about coach dooley and, and playing for him and uh, what kind of experience was that for for you well coach Dooley has a great pedigree and he was a he was a great coach to have he made he's made to the highest height um won the national championship with coach self great guy he always looked to me as a leader of the group he would um 
come to me just to make sure that the guys were good academically and just make sure that there was still a team atmosphere in the locker room. And he always trusted me, so that's that's my guy still. How tough was the transition uh, with, with him gone and with Mike Schwartz coming in? That you know you you want to give the new coach a chance, just like he gives you guys a chance, right? So yeah. what was that like uh, with Dooley leaving and Coach Schwartz coming in? A smoother transition than most would actually probably assume because Coach Schwartz is a great guy. Like that's my. I, I love that guy. He um, Coming here, he just set the precedent of what he wanted in a program, and he was completely honest with us what, what style of play he wanted, what type of character he wanted displayed in the community and on the court. So for us, it was easy because it was just very transparent from the beginning. So for us, trusting him was probably easier for us than him to trust us because he had to get to know us first. And there's always that... Um, what's the word like a uh just kind of like a drop off between coaches sometimes you see in the transfer portal like just to get to know him better but it, it worked out it worked out uh mike schwartz from day one and we all had questions about okay who are these newcomers coming in uh, quentin debunje and ben baela he was he made sure to say that the returners he was so pleased with them so impressed with them yeah. speaking of yourself luji rj brandon uh javon all the guys and how that was the the squad right there that was the team don't worry about these newcomers they're going to find themselves uh in and, and playing and everything but he just i remember the first chat we had he was so impressed with you guys and the way you guys kind of bought in immediately yeah um that's about a year ago today now so it's funny you say that because when we first came we had our full team and then certain people hit the transfer portal some people stayed and we we had practices with about like five or six guys with the returners and we just bought in worked as hard as we could just to show what we could do on the court and just show them that we were we were bought into what he was bringing here and uh it was awesome to see you earn your playing time and i I don't want this to sound like an insult but i don't i don't think you can jump as high as rj probably or (laughs) you're not as tall as brandon and uh but um solid division one basketball player certainly but man the just effort like i don't know how did you earn your time on the court with uh, a lot of good players around you well, yeah. So, I, I mean, I'm amazed to it to this day. I mean, my journey was unique. Uh, like I told you, going back to high school, had one one full scholarship offer. Yeah. Came here as a preferred walk-on and was able to earn the scholarship this year. But just feeding from the talented guys that we had here, because we've had some very talented guys come through, like Jaden Gardner, Tristan Newton, all the guys from the past, and just picking their brain, working out with them daily, just putting a lot of time in the gym and basically the the talent just started to grow over time just hard work and man it was a lot of fun to watch you especially in the aac tournament and we talked to coach schwartz a couple weeks ago he joined us here on the show and didn't want to call it like a cherry on top because the goal was to you know go to postseason and play in postseason but to win that tournament game a team that had beat you guys twice and uh for you to show out in that game that had to be awesome for you and the the guys oh yeah it was an amazing moment that uh usf game won just like you said like we lost to them twice in the season and those games were really tough for us but we just always knew that if we had a chance at them one more time we thought we could beat them and it was good to see that we um could get an aac tournament win that was big for us in the program and you had 10 in that game and a big first half and a big end to the first half right didn't you hit one oh yeah yeah. at the end yeah i did i did What are you? Too, you don't want to talk about it? I mean, <laughs> it was great. It was great. I mean, I'm just a humble guy. I, try, I, I know. Brag on yourself a little bit. It was. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, just try to come in the game, spark energy, do yeah. what the coaches asked for me and the coaching staff. And uh, my Jaden Walker was actually telling me, he's like, if you're open, shoot it. So 
<laughs> luckily they fell in and it was just a great it was a great uh environment in there even though there weren't a lot of fans yeah, yeah. and uh but man we were we were fired up watching back here in greenville you got that win uh show up the next day to the uh to the slaughter that's going to be houston but wait you guys are playing them you're tight you're right there in the first half it's a game and uh i don't know you probably started to you believed going in but after 20 minutes are you thinking hey let's shock the world here well we see it's basketball is one of those sports where you just have so many upsets frequently so yeah. for us i was just telling the guys before the game like anything can happen uh we we put the work in and yeah they are the number one team in the country but i still definitely believe that we had a chance in the game but you never know how the chips may fall but i thought we played extremely hard and i was proud of the guys regardless of the outcome uh we got some questions coming in uh on twitter we'll get to those uh so dave is basketball still in your future no no i'm definitely going to endeavor uh pursue a career professionally so my long-term goal is to work within the nba like especially in the front office but right now i'm just trying to see where i want to start professionally um hopefully the hornets because they need all the help they can get they do and it's in my hometown so that would be a great experience but there are a lot of avenues that you can take to do that so all right so that's uh the next uh next on the docket for you yes sir when do you and i I talked to you about this off the air but as far as your schooling goes are you done with school yes i graduated last year and in may i finished with a graduate certificate in public management and leadership it's basically that first half of mba so (laughs) yeah so chandler's updating your resume this is a joke we've been doing today former navy midshipman former ecu pirate ecu baseball fan tailgate classic shopper uh one-time aac tournament winner (laughs) okay all right uh and we'll add to that uh flash up my resume so uh dave can see that chandler because mine is uh it's pretty impressive i got a madden championship under my belt that's nice uh appendicitis survivor uh oh man look at it three-time jury duty server i just served my third time this week two-time pirate radio bracket champion uh let's see uh hemorrhoid survivor we don't need that one up there deep dish pizza hater so I got, i've done a lot of stuff in my life dave wow, you gotta man, be yeah, pretty you know, impressed that's an impressive resume <laughs> <laughs> you'd hire me right oh i definitely would Heartbeat. Uh, <laughs> all right let's uh let's get some of these questions in from jamie um let's see what do you want to do okay we already got that one um what was it like playing the number one team in the country let's go back to that night in Minji's coliseum amazing atmosphere dude I, you yeah. could I, I don't know you, you just feel it you know pulsating almost right yeah um that was the first time i've ever played well not i say that was my third time playing in a sold out arena but at home and being the home team because uh at navy the army navy games are usually oh, sold yeah. out but those are the only ones you get and it's still not the same as the actual student section at a school like this with the the fans that we have so walking in to see a sold out Minji's, it was honestly it was such a great environment and you just get chills walking in but going against houston they were super talented super strong they uh play well together and it was just a learning experience for us honestly for the guys and for the program so it was a it was a great experience i watched the games in section 213 my dad he made a comment that night he said houston doesn't care who scores and those are the teams that can get you because you you can't really double anybody they just got so many guys and they keep coming at you and i had a thought 
Dave, that like, I mean, you guys are, are ball players. You, you shouldn't be affected by much, but Houston's used to that kind of environment. Like, yeah, did it yeah. catch you guys off guard a little, maybe? Yeah, Coach actually told us that. He was like, he was like, I mean, you guys have to get used to playing in crowds like that. And that's true for the direction of this program. Yeah. They, are, they will have to get used to playing in uh, primetime games like that for where we want to take it. So, uh, for us, I think it did catch us off guard within, like, the first few minutes of the yeah. first half. But we got, we got it we got it all together like going into the second half played them even and and won the second half even i think yeah Yeah. i'm I'm not pretty sure but around that yeah i'm pretty sure we played them even uh jamie says he sees the rolling stone shirt what's your uh your favorite what kind of music are you into i actually love all music Uh, alternative rap uh r&b for the rolling stones my favorite songs are beast of burden tumbling dice and start me up all right there you go he's got them down yeah. how about some 90s rap uh in the wu-tang clan at all outcast a little, a little bit a little bit outcast yeah. i think my favorite 90s rapper would be snoop, snoop okay yeah. i always get upset when i talk to you guys and like i asked isaiah winstead so like wu-tang yeah he's like nah he's like nah, nah man <laughs> i ain't in that old grandfather stuff I'm like all right fine yeah. i'm old whatever nah, I love old music. <laughs> all right let's uh take a break we'll come back we got more with dave if you got a question you can get it in on twitter facebook youtube well uh you following the nba playoffs a little bit a little bit i usually follow it in the later in the the later rounds Uh, all right we'll get to know uh your likes in sports your favorite players uh guys you grew up liking teams things like that and uh talk more pirate hoops as well what's it going to look like next year how much better can ezra get uh how much better can brandon rj the guys get we'll talk about that and more when we return pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, East Plumbing. Viva Electric and Roland Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service, uh, service Group offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service. Just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back into the show. Here is your host, a guy who once averaged .18 points per game at A.G. Cox, Here's Clip Rock. Yeah, uh, ball is life. Dave, uh, you probably didn't know you were sitting beside a former middle school basketball player. Oh, nice. Scored two points in my career. Hit a jumper from the elbow. Good pass on a fast break from my buddy Daniel and uh, knocked it down. Got to love the fast break. And that was it. That was all for my scoring. But uh, contributed a lot more in laughs and support. I was a big... Uh, Big team guy, supporting my teammates, you know what I mean? You need those. <laughs> exactly. you got to have them. All right, uh, Dave joining us on the program today, Dave Kasanganai. 
perfect man i i feel bad because we've said it a million different ways and we're going to get this right from here on out so folks at home kasong and i it sucks because now you're leaving but <laughs> we finally got it uh but uh when morgan aylers would yell it into the speakers it was hard to understand what he was saying at Minji's. but hey it had to be cool to hear your name called right definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh and let, let's talk about uh let's talk about luji a little bit too before i forget because i brought this up with schwartz just all you can really ask for guys is for max effort right and and you guys put it all on the court every minute you were out there and uh Luigi was a fan favorite as well i heard a number of people say that at the basketball camps they take their kids there and Luigi had like four kids hanging on his legs and like, they just <laughs> love playing with him so uh you guys are awesome guys but man what was it like uh playing ball with him these last few years oh Luigi's a great guy on and off the court he's a, he's a great he's like a big locker room guy you need one of him because he's uh he's a leader to the other guys and they all respect what he he says because he's been there the longest. So, for Lu, for Luigi to stay this year, even though he didn't really need to, he probably could have went somewhere else. He just wanted to be with the guys that he started with, like me, RJ, and uh, BJ, and the rest of us. So it was it was great to have him. Who uh, is he going to continue his basketball career? I think he's on the fence right now. He j- actually called me earlier today when I was in the grocery store, and he's just telling me that he wants to do what's. Uh, best for him next because he's also just got married recently so oh cool yeah, yeah. awesome yeah all right um let's, and, and let me run over some of the guys real quick just to get your take on them rj uh streaky shooter i, I said this to schwartz I, the thing i love about rj he could be 11 for 14 or 2 of 14 and the defense doesn't change like the effort like he is locked in the entire game and we saw some games he was red hot some games he'd struggle but the rebounding didn't stop the defense all that and uh just a hustle guy but man he can light it up as well uh what what can he become even better at in your opinion dave from uh, this year to next year well, RJ, honestly, I think he has all the tangibles. He jumps the highest. He can shoot. Like you said, he, he has those. He has his days where he's off, but it doesn't stop how hard he plays on the defensive yeah. end, which is honestly the most important. And I think moving forward, just for him to be more of a leader to the younger guys that they're bringing in, so because he's been there now. He's played, he played a little bit with Dooley, and he played also with Coach Schwartz. So he knows the system in and out, and he knows what how to, how to win at this level. So for him, I think skill-wise, probably maybe just work on his handle more. But shooting, he has it. He can shoot with the with the best of them speaking of shooting brandon johnson went from shooting 14 three-pointers the entire season to uh coming out and making like four or five the first game last year it was a, a awesome transformation i don't know how many shots he put up last offseason but we saw him get better there now he's going to look to to get even better all around so how about for uh for bj and, and what do you expect to see from him in the future yeah i definitely see him expanding his game and he worked extremely hard this offseason uh credit to the coaching staff just they set a precedent for him as soon as they walked in they said that he could play really honestly one through four if he wanted to sometimes he had to play one through five but they the vitamins we had which were our workouts that's what we called them vitamins and every day they would just work on his jump shot they would fix it uh, make it better just improve it and the work showed once, once the season came we saw a huge leap from javon small as well unfortunately entered the transfer portal will not be on the team next year but Jaden walker speaking of playing one through four coach schwartz mentioned he said i think the first game he played they basically had him at the four the power forward yeah. by the end of the year he's running point for you guys and uh really came along and, and became a 
a key member, one of the, the biggest members of your basketball team. Yeah, Jaden Walker's a great guy and an amazing talent. At his size, just six, seven point guard, you rarely ever find those. And the way he was able to distribute while also scoring and leading and playing the amount of minutes that he had was really impressive. And uh, he was, I mean, he, he was put in a position really late, later in the season, but he took on that role and we kind of just followed behind him and RJ. Uh, how about some other guys? Quinn DeBunje. I'd love to see him and RJ in a dunk contest. I think oh. that'd be pretty darn pretty darn entertaining. Uh, but how about him coming along? Uh, what, what do you expect to see him improve on? He's going to continue to improve. Uh, Quinn has all the talent in the world. He has the athleticism. He has the build. Um, he's just going to continue to improve offensively and defensively and just being consistent. He's a great, great talent. Great talent. And, uh, man, I'd love, I want to see Caleb account, uh, yeah. get that consistent three because I believe if he can, he's certainly got a spot, uh, on this team and, oh, yeah. and in the game. So I want to see more from him. And then the, there's Ezra. Um, is he a guy that you could see stepping out a little bit maybe this offseason and improving that out that mid-range outside shot? Definitely. It's something that I see them work uh, with him consistently. He just has to continue to work on it. Um, he has all the skill in the world, and he, he his, his ceiling is it's, – it's honestly – I don't even know how far he can really go with it. It's really so The ceiling is the roof, the ceiling, as Michael Jordan would say. would say. The ceiling is the roof. <laughs> He's a special talent. I put the jinx on him very early on in his career because really? I said first game, man, this guy's got a good free throw stroke. <laughs> it, it looks pretty. <laughs> and it would not go in. It got better as the year went on. But I, I just feel like with a guy that's got a stroke like that, it, it's going to come around. And, and I think that's something he'll obviously get better at. Yeah, definitely. It takes time. And that's something you can – I feel like having a jump shot or – at least critiquing one, I feel like that's probably one of the easier skills that you can fix. Yeah, and how much of that is is just mental? Like, he's got to be thinking about it after. I even noticed that he kind of steps almost to half court before he takes the shot. I kind of just wanted to get up there and, and go, just go and yeah. stop thinking, but I, he'll come around on that. He is the his ability like in nfl you do your 10 yard splits and those his ability to get from the three-point line to the basket like that i mean there's not a lot of guys as quick as he is out there not yeah he's actually deceivingly quick. he's actually probably one of the faster guys on the team and he also gets up extremely fast especially off of his vertical jump yeah and uh that spin move is uh is dynamite so <laughs> yeah, yeah looking forward to spin yeah seeing him uh grow as a player uh dave let's uh let's get some listener questions in here you mentioned that you uh you're, you know Carter Cunningham and some others. We got a question from Chris Cunningham. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm gonna be careful on how I word this one. <laughs> uh, it says, let's see, if Dave is having an adult beverage, not say, not that I'm saying he does. What would be his favorite word for making those adult beverages disappear? Delete. And that question definitely came from the baseball boys. <laughs> <laughs> delete. So delete. you you had to delete them. <laughs> you delete some beverages out there. Of course. Does that explain um you trying to spell basketball last time we were texting Friday night? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been <laughs> You said basket, basketball, and then basketball. And I was like, Dave's either texting fast or having a good time. I was excited to text you. I decided, <laughs> I decided to finally meet. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Um, William, and we didn't really get that. We asked, we talked about Dooley and Schwartz. Can can you give a biggest difference between the two? Biggest difference between the two? Um, Not necessarily good or bad, but just a, a difference. I don't know. Uh, that's an interesting question. Let me see how to word this. I'd say both pretty intense both from the outside looking in. <laughs> both very passionate about the game of basketball. I'd say that um, – Coach Schwartz is definitely defensive mindset. Like that's that's where he likes to approach the game from. And 
Dooley, he was kind of like all around. I mean, he took a lot of the stuff he learned from Kansas and brought it here. Coach Schwartz, he, his his methods on defense is just like they're they're unique and something I've never seen before before playing here. He uh, he said that you guys had some tough practices right out of the gate. I mean, he pretty <laughs> much put it on you right when he got here, right? Definitely, definitely. They were probably some of the hardest practices I've had, but they were they were great. Uh, it helped us prepare for the beginning of the season because we were probably the most in, I was probably the most in shape I've ever been going into a season because we just started so early. But then we had the whole summer and we had conditioning, basketball all day, so it was it was it was good for us. It seems like and, and there's the the mythical, which I don't know if it's a myth, but the freshman wall and things like that, where you kind of hit a wall towards the end of the season for younger guys. Oh, yeah. I feel like maybe Brandon Johnson hit that his freshman year uh ezra went through a slump but then by the end of the year had come out of it so is it just kind of the ebbs and flows with a long season like that yeah and everyone's different everyone because some people don't play as much at the beginning of the season and play more towards the end than some play a lot at the beginning yeah play less at the end so it just really depends on the player and i feel like that they fixed that over time honestly yeah i know it didn't help you and you couldn't really tell with rj because he's such a warrior but having that uh makeup game with Tulane so late in the year that was a tough stretch man you guys had to be about worn out especially the way you lost that game and uh now that you're gone can you talk about the bad charge calls at the end of that game or uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I remember that call. It was questionable. It was questionable. Yeah, yep. there was a few of them. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, you guys were kind of running on fumes there at the end uh, against Houston uh, in the second half, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, we I think before the conference tournament, we played on senior night was, I believe, it's Tuesday. We played Thursday. Beat Tulane. Beat Tulane at yeah. home, which was an amazing win because they were a really good team. And then on Thursday, we played them again at their house. And then we played on Sunday against UCF, I believe. Yeah. yeah that was a tough stretch for us. So, but I think it definitely helped us going into the USF game because we had fresh, fresher legs than the other teams. So. Yeah, uh, and you played that makeup game due to the uh, the tragic passing of Jeff Charles, and uh, we were talking about him off the air a moment ago. And when they were posting uh, about Jeff at the time, they always used that picture of you and Jeff uh, shaking hands and bumping fists. And and did you? Because uh, man, he loved you guys. He would always talk about how he loved going on the road. And he talked about what a great group of guys you were. Did you ever get a chance to to talk life or sports or anything with Jeff? Yeah, he would always talk about the uh, the previous staff. He would talk about how much he loved this group. That was something he was really adamant about. He said that the future of this group was just very special. And he was he loved how because he would be he would be on the plane with us, and he was on he'd always be on the bus with us, and he'd always tell me like this group is very well knit and he he loved seeing that yeah Yeah. and uh man we we miss him a lot around here i know you guys did as well it's awesome to see you uh with the the jc shirts on and that stuff so he's a great guy uh yeah uh he will uh he will be sorely missed uh for sure moving forward here at pirate radio and uh all the pirate fans uh can certainly relate to that uh all right pirate treasure's got a lot of questions favorite uniform combo Ooh. Honestly, my favorite ones were the white ones, the white jerseys. Okay. With the pirate script. But um, we had the – I like the gray ones. That that might be my second choice. And then I think my third choice would probably be this year's black. Okay. So not not purple nor gold. Interesting. No, I I really wasn't a fan of the gold. I would always tell everybody that. (laughs) I wasn't a fan of the gold. But I like the the purple ones a lot. But I think it would probably have to go white, black, and then – I think gray and purple probably it's high, honestly. I am not a Lakers fan, but I love the um, 
the block and shadow letters you guys kind of laker-esque yeah, and the, yeah. the old script pirates I, I thought it looked very sharp i, I love the uniforms this year uh let's talk pre-game routines dave uh first of all music what are you listening to before a game uh, i'm probably listening to some michael jackson or, or john mayer honestly <laughs> okay <laughs> very eclectic i see mix of music here yeah. um how about warm-up what do you do uh before i guess game day pre-game what do you like to do to get um, loose? so usually i'll just go we'll have pre-game meal and then i'll go back to my apartment and then i'll just listen to music and then drive over right like an hour before the game and try to get some shots up and then just get ready for our team pregame. how many like when you get time off quote unquote when you're not practicing or playing uh you know how many shots are you getting up per day in the practice gym or like is there a set number or however you... i mean we have a we have a great system like a great uh we have great technology within the gym we have a noah system which tracks your shots and the type of shot it is the depth of it and okay. whether it's a swish or not so that was added this year which is great but we also have a gun so if you're feeling good you could get on the gun for, for a long time i'd say probably like at least 200 to 300 man you know, that, but sometimes you can go longer so you always got to make the last one before you leave definitely, that, definitely. Yeah. yeah um let's see favorite ecu sport aside from basketball oh i'm gonna get some heat for this one uh <laughs> it's either ecu women's lacrosse or ecu baseball women's lacrosse been pl- both those teams been playing well this yeah, year so yeah. uh good choices yeah. uh and those are after your season so you can actually go to the games and enjoy those right go so, to all of them. yeah yeah so are you a big jungle guy yeah yeah this year last year actually i have this is the first i'll actually say this i've never been a baseball fan until the uh playoff from last year that's the first time i actually oh, okay. watched baseball and when they played uh texas i told the guys like i gotta start going to the games because i was really close with the guys and they'd be like you don't come watch this ever and then they <laughs> this year uh Charlie put me on his ticket list. So I've been going to all those games. Good. The time has been amazing. We got to get you to throw out a first pitch. <laughs> I'll talk to the uh, guys up there in marketing. We got to get that done. That'd, all right. Uh, cool. Dave Kasang and I joining us here inside the Pirate Radio studios. That's who's joining us. John said, when I first turned the radio on, I was wondering which basketball assistant coach was on today. Uh, he said, you got a you got a future in TV radio if you desire to do so. Oh, really? So uh, some def- maybe a fallback plan. <laughs> get a show here talking hoops. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jamie's got a question. This is a, a pretty good question. You, you want the best for your teammates and all that, but he says, what do the players think of their teammates transferring? Does it affect friendships? So... You know, Brandon Suggs goes to UCF last year. Uh, Javon Small this year. Like, I don't know. How does that work with the the friendship? Are they still in the text group? You know. Yeah, as someone who was in the transfer portal before, I feel like honestly, with the guys that have left here and gone to other places and just tried to pursue what's best for them, uh, I've never thought of that it ever tampered relationships. I think that we're all grown and like just in the professional business world, you want the best for your colleagues, and yeah. if they want to pursue something else, then if that's what's best for them. I support it wholeheartedly but you know you love those guys and you want them to stay and you want them to build the program because i do believe that this program is going in the right direction so sometimes it hurts to see them go but i don't think it ever tampers with friendships uh luji debo tuned in on facebook live says the man the legend dave (laughs) uh we spoke about you earlier luji i don't know if you were tuned in but i gave you plenty of compliments so thanks for checking us out we gotta get illusion here as well to uh talk about his career here at east carolina and what his next move will be if you got a question for dave you can get it in facebook youtube or twitter and uh we will pass that along all right shirley right now 
we will open up the booty bag. Let's see if Dave uh, recognizes this song. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. <laughs> booty, 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 booty everywhere. That is the intro to our booty bag. Who originally sang that, Dave? Do you remember? Uh, I know it was, I found you. Is it Lil Jon? No, it is no. Bubba Sparks. Bubba Sparks. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, when we return, I'll ask you your go-to karaoke song, so get that ready. Got it. All right, Shirley, what are we giving away today? It's Wednesday night, so it's a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. I will be at A.J. McMurphy's if you're looking for something to do on a Wednesday, Dave. I host sports trivia every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock, so we'll get that rolling tonight couple of hours from now shirley's going to give you a gift card what caller are you looking for seven caller seven three one seven twelve fifty we'll be back with more on pirate radio live after this You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Order Jersey Mike subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike sub location. Jersey Mike's a sub above. And congratulations to Thomas Mazell of Greenville. Picked up a $10 gift card to A.J. McMurphy's. The best place in Greenville to unwind after work and have fun is A.J. McMurphy's. And A.J. says daily food and drink specials and an awesome patio. Perfect for some outdoor dining. And there's something for everyone every weeknight, including sports trivia with our very own Clip Brock on Wednesday nights. A.J.'s has live music every Friday and Saturday with no cover and brunch every Sunday. Make today an A.J.'s day and a quick Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard update presented by the Buck. The Buck. Thank you. Uh, North Carolina Central has put two runs up on the board. East Carolina had a chance to run rule them. Uh, could not uh, hold off uh, North Carolina Central. So it's 8-2. to two. They're heading into the sixth inning with East Carolina in the lead. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, the deep dish hater, Clip Brock. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes, for that introduction. Chandler Honeycutt here. Dave Kasanga and I joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. And... He does have to be careful with his answers because he's got a lot of East Carolina athletes tuned in uh, hearing to... Who's your favorite teammate on basketball, Dave? My favorite teammate? Ooh, this is a tough question. <laughs> you uh, better say the guy listening. Honestly, honestly, Lou, Lou is my favorite teammate, but I love. I feel like I have a connect, uh, like a unique connection with each and every one of them. Yeah. So. But yeah, Lou, Lou's my guy. And you made sure uh, we got our women's lacrosse talk in as well. They're having a fantastic season with Coach Amanda Moore. And coming off uh, two losses to top 10 teams, brutal schedule. (laughs) We watched that North Carolina game last week during our show, and they had them on the ropes. That was a great game. Um, But um, Sophia is tuned in. What's the last name again, Dave? Los Cicero. Los Cicero. Cicero. And I want to make sure we give a shout-out to the women's lacrosse team as well. Shout them out. All right. uh, Let's see. Dave, are you? We're talking about we had some good chat during the break there you did, so chat. dj burns uh was your former aau teammate is that what he said andrew mary is burning the pit so yeah okay. some really good aau teammates J- dj burns was at the nc state game and did the siren for the hurricanes i uh, look I, i'm not a state fan but baby t i rooted for uh turquavion because he's from farmville central and oh, yeah 
DJ uh, in a lot better shape than I am, but anybody that looks kind of like me, I'm going to root for. So I was a big DJ Burns fan. He was fun to watch, man. Yeah, we called him Big Tasty. <laughs> and uh, a fan favorite as well. Uh, I know the, yeah. the Pack fans love him. Uh, did you – so how much of a basketball watcher are you? Because it's funny. I taught some athletes – are into sports because they're good at it then some love it and watch it when they're not playing so where do you fall in there uh i'd say i i watch it a lot i watch uh, the nba more than i do college just because it's like you're in the business and sometimes right. we since you have to scout for other teams i feel like i just wouldn't watch like the other conferences because i'd be more focused on the american conference but i definitely watch a lot of nba teams uh are you a hornets fan hornets and heat yeah what do you mean hornets and heat <laughs> why heat Dwayne Cause I, wade because i was born in florida and uh oh, okay I, I grew up near the, uh, miami so oh, i'll yeah. give you that yeah. okay that's yeah. not that's a real reason yeah. um man how about so when hornets played the heat in the purple shirt guy game do you remember that yeah, in the yeah, playoffs that with, who were you rooting for i was rooting for Dwayne wade because i wanted him to go out on, on top but well he went out excited. on top right yeah, in that guy's purple, face purple shirt guy he was legendary hate that guy <laughs> uh, i don't know if he's been back to a game they, they think they probably booted been. him out of charlotte honestly probably been uh but you said you grew up going to some bobcats games Definitely. um watching uh chandler and i's favorite big al yeah, working the paint yeah. and uh man i, I just i don't know what it is man why can't they get right well what's what's holding them back uh, it's probably just they just need a they need better leadership honestly and they they'll probably find it soon since i think they're getting a new owners yeah. here shortly so yeah i mean they always come they always have some pretty good they have pretty good talent on their team like they've had kemba uh they've had um who else they've had gerald wallace i think back in oh the day. man Steve, crash steven jackson yeah. they've had some great talent come through charlotte and now they have Lamelo, and they just i feel like a lot of their players are getting into into different things off the court so <laughs> uh i want oh yeah that's a good point yeah i watched um highlights of the series when they first made the playoffs for the uh bobcats like the first time they had made it in charlotte since coming back to charlotte yeah and uh gerald wallace is very underappreciated and i feel bad for him because he his nickname was crash because he just gave up his body and did and but he was a great player didn't get all the wins uh he wanted and deserved but i think uh, do we have his jersey up we should do something to honor him in the arena fun fact about gerald wallace his daughter went to my elementary school so in fifth grade they would do a student teacher basketball game so i played against him (laughs) he dunked on me so yeah you got dunked on by gerald wallace that's awesome (laughs) uh big fan of his captain jack those were uh those were some fun teams back then um let's see how about football you panthers guy or yeah panthers guy all right all the way uh we did a a exercise with chandler yesterday number one pick versus and i would just name a quarterback so like how how excited are you to potentially get bryce young in this draft versus you know um i don't know would you rather have a veteran like how how excited are you to hold the number one pick this particular year i think you can build around a number one pick at quarterback like that uh especially in football i mean it may, it may have some growing pains to, towards that but i think with the direction with getting the guys like uh Thielen and getting i think we got another somebody else in free agencies that was pretty good but uh dj chark yeah, i believe yeah yeah so i think they're they're moving in the right direction like last season they almost made the playoffs with the interim head coach and i thought they were going to keep him but i think they definitely know what they're doing in their front office and i've seen some pretty good panthers teams since i've been alive i mean they made it to the super bowl twice so last time you had the number one pick it worked out for yeah, you. yeah so did, we'll did. see if it does again yeah. all right uh okay a couple questions here this one is uh we asked the baseball guys this and it even led to cliff godwin tweeting about it uh jordan or lebron 
Oh, that's like that's gonna cost me. Honestly, for me, I'm biased because I'm from North Carolina and I love Michael Jordan, so I always go Jordan. But in terms of playing, if I wanted to play either either one of them one on one, I probably wouldn't want to play LeBron because of his size. All right, good answer. Hey, that's a pretty diplomatic answer. Uh, Jamie says something tells me Dave will be good. Uh, a great guy from music trivia. We need to get uh, Dave versus Shirley one day <laughs> on music trivia. What would be your go to karaoke song? Beast of Burden, Rolling Stones. All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Jamie is asking old man questions. He says, do you know who Larry Johnson, Muggsy Bogues, and Alonzo Mourning are? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely Muggsy. He's still... Larry Johnson, Big Mom. They call him... Grandmama. Grandmama. Yeah. yeah. LJ. And then the other one, who's the Alonzo Mourning? Zo, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know him from both, uh, from both... Both sides, the yeah. Heat and the Hornets, yeah. I grew, uh, When I was young, I was a Alonzo Mourning fan, and by the end of his career, I hated him because he was on Miami for all those years. <laughs> yeah um okay what well, jb's asking bryce young or cj stroud do you have a preference i know that they have those complications with uh, bryce young's height and cj stroud he's he's really good too so I, I i feel like you can't really lose with either one i think the only question is bryce Young's size right now yeah. from what i've heard all right this became a thing during the season so i would notice randomly in Minji's they would play boom 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 let me say hey and i was like what is this why are we trying to make this a thing nobody is saying hey why are we doing this uh but i kind of i got so annoyed at it that i started to like it towards the end so eric says is david k a boom 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 hater or appreciator and did you even hear it going on in the arena this is my first time actually hearing about it. <laughs> i love how you guys are so locked in you really don't even hear what's going on oh no no i didn't I'm, i don't i've never heard there you go <laughs> They would just hit that at random times during the game. <laughs> and it would make me so mad for some reason. Like, stop doing that. <laughs> I never heard it. <laughs> so one show, we just played it the entire show pretty much. And uh, there you go. So he's, uh, I don't know. So moving forward, are you uh, in favor of that or against it? What do you? Honestly, if it's a thing that they can do to get the fans into it, I'm, I'm for it. That's the problem. Yeah. The fans weren't getting they into weren't, it. They weren't into it. I guess uh, when we had that big crowd against Houston, a few people chimed in with it. Okay. Chandler ask uh, dave a question you're a big fan of his we've been supporting the guy i know you want to ask him a question i don't know i don't know if you asked dave this i probably did since you like to repeat questions (laughs) but i'll ask this have you talked to tristan newton since he won a national championship great great question i texted i've talked to him multiple times because he was my roommate on the road so me and him were pretty close he's a quiet guy so he uh i texted him before the national championship game told him i was proud of him and he uh he, he talked back to me and we just like exchange words yeah all right cool deal. what a performance he had Amazing. in the championship game uh have you met aaron jones like i have i met him once yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were at sub dogs and somebody said that looks like aaron jones and i said well that's definitely tristan newton yeah uh, we were just at a basketball game and then i started to connect some dots here aaron jones went to utep tristan's from el paso we we're like that is aaron jones so yeah. got to me that's pretty cool and i uh, saw him celebrating in the final four yeah, as well amazing to see yep good deal all right uh anything else chandler you're a big um tailgate classics used to be a uh sponsor of ours used to have uh some commercials and stuff i know cam uh personally but uh you seem to like the the retro stuff the vintage stuff so talk about that a little bit yeah i actually worked there for the first half of the year i worked there uh actually for about almost a year they just shut down recently because cam moved the store but i was working there since last um last march after the season once a 
the coach exchange happened and I was coming back. I just needed a job in the offseason. So I worked there for even during the season about the, until until they shut shut down. Yeah. But but you love the retro. The oh, hats, yeah, yeah. The I love the retro stuff. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the jungle picks we take and Jenny and yourself and others do a great job with those. A lot of those students are wearing old retro hats. and It's popular. Yeah, yeah I it's mean, popular. I guess if you could go back in time, I guess maybe the 90s would be a time to go back and wear the cool clothes maybe oh, the yeah. 80s yeah. definitely definitely uh johnny our basketball guy knows uh more about dave than i do and i didn't know this until you said him off the air he said how's dave's brother doing with his professional fighting career tell us about your brother yeah so my brother he uh played collegiate football at western carolina and uh, lenore ron and then he's he's fought in the ufc for a little bit and now he's fighting out of the pfl he's won his last two fights in the pfl which is like one of the bigger leagues now and uh he's doing well i think he has an 11 and 4 professional career so pretty i good. just i i don't like to watch guys get beat in their face Maybe. um <laughs> i can't imagine actually doing it but man that is impressive what uh did y'all fight growing up no no i wouldn't dare (laughs) (laughs) smart man over here he's like nope that's cool well uh what's his name impa impa all right i will have to uh check him out and and see where he can uh (laughs) oh wow uh so morgan aylers uh pa announcer ecu basketball yeah called your name quite a bit we mentioned this earlier in the show i said what would be your go-to karaoke song Morgan says Dave can sing karaoke. Oh yeah! So you've uh, you've done this with DJ Captain Morgan, I guess. A lot of times, actually. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, actually, my first year, I had to I had to sit out. So I was at those Wednesday karaoke's uh, during the redshirt year. <laughs> so Morgan announces you at, in Minji's and on the karaoke stage. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome, yeah. Uh, Dave. Man, uh, this went about like I thought it would. We went a whole hour. So uh, you, uh, there's more left unsaid. So if you ever want to hang out with us in here. I had a blast. Um, yeah, we could we could do this again, but uh, great to get to know you. We really enjoyed following you and and rooting you on, and uh, you were a lot of fun to watch, man. So thank you so much for the support all yeah, season. Thank you, and uh, we'll do it again, man. Oh, if definitely. you want to. All right, uh, I know our listeners appreciated and enjoyed it as well. So thank you so much. Let's take our final break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap things up here on a Wednesday. Back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. It was a mixed day for the stock market. The Dow was down 79 points, closed at 33,897. The NASDAQ was up three points at 12,157. And the S&P dropped three-tenths of a point, finished out at 4,154. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors Financial Report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now, back to Cliff. All right. I knew it beforehand, but it was confirmed. Dave Kasanganai is a great dude, and I enjoyed talking to him our final hour of the show today, and if I have my way, uh, I don't think that's the last time he's going to be on Pirate Radio. We'll, uh, we'll get him back on. Got some ideas, potentially. Uh, Music with, trivia head-to-head. We got Yeah, we got that. Potentially 
Uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see what happens. Uh, but man, uh, awesome to chat with Dave K, Patrick Mason, Ken Watlington, Chandler. Great job updating our accomplishments today. Shirley, thank you for introducing me as such. Uh, we will be back with you Thursday, 3 o'clock, for an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live, where we will talk to Malcolm Gray from ECU Media Relations. Also, Mike Maniscalco, play-by-play voice of the Carolina Hurricanes, and Marcus Crandall, ECU Hall of Famer. That and more on the way Thursday at 3 o'clock. We will talk to you then for Shirley Rhodes, Chan Man. I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.